2: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
3: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
0: Well, it is week eight in the National Football League, and we rise and shine to the news that all is well in the world. All is right. It doesn't matter what continent you're on. The Browns still can't win a football game. The Vikings defeat the Browns. In London today, 33-16. to 16. More on that game coming up, and we'll get you ready for the rest as seven games are kicking off in the early session as we speak. Along with Rob Ryan, Mark Willard, we will hold your hand through it all. Live Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Big games about to go, Rob. Chargers and Patriots about to kick. Bears and Saints, I know you'll be all over that. Got a lot of defensive players uh, on in both of those uniforms that you know really well. That oh, yeah. one will be fun to watch with yeah, you. Yeah, that,
4: that'll be a great game. I think uh, the Bears have been playing really good defense, and they only run the football with those great backs. Trubisky will get a couple of bootlegs, but uh, right. <laughs> uh, the Saints have been right. playing fantastic football the last four weeks.
0: Panthers and Buccaneers, two teams that I'm still sitting here uh, on a weekly basis, kind of scratching my head about him. you know? I mean, there are times where you look at him, and you go, okay, they got something going here. And then the very next week, they look exactly the opposite. What's, what's going on with teams uh, that are suffering from inconsistency? When you've been on teams that deal with that, what what's usually causing something like that?
4: Yeah, it is strange that uh, it, it's like the Panthers change their offensive identity every other week. It just, you know, that drop-back game doesn't work for them. I don't know. What they got to see, it just doesn't work for them. And I understand they're not running the ball very well except for Cam, but uh, they got to stay true to who they were. I I don't see any of this option that they used to run when they led the league in rushing uh, every year. Uh, They need to get back to it. I know Cam might be hurt, but they're not going to win any games doing this drop-back passing game that that, that shows up every other week, Uh, despite McCaffrey having the second-most catches in the league. I mean, uh, they still need to find a better identity for him as well.
0: And what's the deal with Jameis Winston and the Bucs, a team that seems to, when you get to the fourth quarter, suddenly be able to put up all kinds of numbers. But in the first half, uh, they, they just look like they're often going through a feeling-out process week to week.
4: Right. I mean, they got to get their defense going. Their defense is playing. They're, they're dead last in the NFC in defense and first in the NFC in offense. That tells you that stats don't mean anything because right. they're not winning any games. But uh, you know, they gotta start faster. I mean, they they start so poorly, they get so far behind. Well yeah, everybody's playing prevent defense and so they move up and down the field. Uh, you know, but they need to play better, they need to play more consistent, uh, starting with Winston at quarterback. And then uh, that defense has to play better than they have been.
0: Ball is in the air in Foxborough. The Chargers will have the ball first and start on their own 20-yard line against New England. Here comes Phillip Rivers onto the field. He has never beaten Tom Brady in his entire career. That's When you're looking at two quarterbacks who have been doing exactly what they're doing in the same uniform for as long as these two guys uh that that's that's a pretty significant statistic. I I'm with that, you. Numbers lie all the time, right. but that but one's pretty that, interesting. That
4: is interesting and, and uh unfortunately I was with New England after about a seventeen game winning streak when we went down to the Chargers and John Hadle was probably playing quarterback. Uh, <laughs> just kidding, I think it was Drew Brees, <laughs> but uh we lost that game and uh uh, so I I know it can be done. I I like the way the Chargers are playing defensively, especially. One three in a row, they yeah. They are attacking. They've got uh, three guys with five sacks or more. Uh, they're playing really good, and and uh Anthony Lynn's starting to run the football a little bit more. I know uh, Gordon's hurt, but you know they've got yeah. backups behind him, so it'll be a good game, and and. Uh, New England's defense has been giving up a million yards, but they've actually uh, held opponents off the scoreboard the last three weeks.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm still uh, scratching my head about the New England defense. By the way, the first play for the Chargers is a 15-yard completion to Keenan Go Allen. The second play is a run for Melvin Gordon, who is active, but probably is not going to get as many touches as he usually does. In the does. Wildcat. Yeah, Wildcat. He goes in and runs. It gains about five yards, but he's dealing with a foot injury, so we'll keep an eye on that one throughout the game. Uh, the New England defense, you know one week, like you said, I mean they they, they kind of been a laughing stock, but then suddenly you face the Falcons on Sunday night and and, and they really shoved it to them. so I, I, I still what do you see when you look at this defense? Is it good? Is it not? Is it somewhere in between? Uh, I don't
4: think they're uh, they're that good. I know they're they're starting to establish an identity. They played a lot more man coverage in that Falcon game and uh, I think that'll be good for them. I think you know less mistakes. But uh, speaking of mistakes, it looks like a big one there in uh, Chicago, oh, yeah. New Orleans.
0: That's right. Big yeah. <laughs> play for the Saints uh, where Coleman makes the uh, makes the reception and is going to flip the field. Uh, the Saints were looking uh, at the uh, situation at their own 27-yard line. They get a long play. Coleman actually could have taken this the whole way. Uh, if he hadn't stumbled a little right. bit as he's heading down the sideline. But the Saints are going to have the ball in Bears territory. Uh, keep you up to date on that. There's a catch for Hunter Henry as we go back to the Chargers-Patriots game. And the Chargers uh, look like they're immediately moving downhill on this defense. We should add, by the way, a defense that now is no longer going to have Dante Hightower.
4: Right. I mean, that's, that's a big uh, blow to him. he had been rushing the passer well. They've been playing him on the edge. I think that's going to give David Harris a chance, who's a great linebacker. Uh, he's been great for a long time. Uh, he'll he'll play in the inside. They'll move Van Noy outside, and uh, we'll see what we can do there. But I think uh, David Harris, most people don't have an all-pro like that inside linebacker on the bench, uh, and they probably shouldn't have had him there because uh, he'll make a difference in a running game.
0: Chargers get a run that looks like it's going to be about a half-yard shy of a first down, so third and short coming up. They are across the 50 into Patriots territory. Derek Carr and the Raiders are on the field right now as well, opening drive. On the road against the Bills, you and I have talked about this. Uh, the Bills may be one of the most underrated defenses in the National Football League with the way they've performed. Nobody has scored 30 points on them yet this year, um, and they're always tough when they're at home. The Raiders are coming off that game, that crazy win over the Chiefs a week and a half ago, so they've had some extra time to rest. Uh, but but I'm interested to see uh, you know, how they can follow up that nice win against the Chiefs and see if they keep their offense going without Marshawn Lynch today.
4: Right, I I think um, you know with the Bills they've been living and dying with you know with the turnovers. So uh, when the turnovers come to you, man, that is fantastic news uh, for the Bills. Uh, When they don't, they struggle. (laughs) They're twenty eighth in the league in pass defense, you know. So uh, if they get the turnovers, great. But if they don't, they're gonna have their hands full with that uh, Raider offense that's finally starting to come alive.
0: Bears defense gave up that big play, but then they tightened up. So on a third down play. Uh, Drew Brees is going to connect with Mark Ingram, but it is short of the first down. Looked like the Bears got away with a little bit of a hold there, uh, but that's all right. Uh, that's going to be a field goal attempt coming up here for the Saints. So, Will Lutz coming onto the field, see if he can get the first score of the game here for the week. Um, and that one is on its way and good. So, the Saints are going to draw first there, 3 nothing over the Bears. The Chargers have uh, converted on that first down. They are now moving at about the New England forty-yard line. Keep you up to date on their opening drive. Uh Looks like uh what do, what Big are we?
4: decision there uh with Oakland? By the it's Raiders, and right? Two uh, deep in the Bills territory. Looks like they're gonna. Looks like they're gonna go for gonna it here line on fourth up and to Go for They're yep. just
0: across midfield. Well, no, actually, it's only third down. Oh, it's third, third down. One, okay. yeah, no, no, fourth. you're right. Yeah, you're right. The TV yep. was wrong. It's fourth and one. Yeah. All right. This is interesting. They are right. At the Bills' 45-yard line, you like the call?
4: Uh early in the game. If you're going to do it, let it go early. They're going
0: to go for it, and they are ooh second I think he effort. He got it with second effort. Second effort. He was I he was hitting the
4: backfield, but I think he held on and uh, he broke the corner's tackle. And looks like he got it.
0: All right, so um, they're going to spot that one measure, but it looks like the Raiders will keep things moving. Um, as far as that Buccaneers Carolina game. Uh, that we were mentioning, they are underway right now. It is the Panthers with the ball first. They're facing a third and five at their own 37-yard line. Newton's pass uh, out toward the sideline is complete, but is it in or out of bounds? They're going to say out of bounds to Kelvin Benjamin. So that's going to be uh, a, uh, a quick end of the drive for the Panthers. Now, we told you that the uh, Saints got a field goal. However... There was a penalty on the Bears, so they take the field goal off the board, get back out on the field, and Alvin Kamara has himself a nine-yard touchdown. Is it a run or a pass? No, it's a run. Nine-yard touchdown run for Alvin Kamara, who early in the year has been one of our favorite guys.
4: Yeah, look at that speed he's got. and, and So impressive. Gets a flip play uh, out, of the, out of the quarterback's hand. He fakes it one way and then turns and flips it to the other, almost like a sweep, and he just outran the defense. So impressive. Boy, just such a terrible penalty to have when you hold the Saints' powerful offense to a field goal after a terrible missed tackle in the flat for about 50 yards. That, that's a devastating way to start on the road mm. in New Orleans.
0: Uh, although, there are people happy about it. Do you know anybody who has Alvin Kamara I, on their I fantasy team? I think your team? team does. Oh, that's,
4: it. It, and right, that's impressive. No, yeah, that that's is like... impressive. <laughs> I started the other running back again this week for the Vikings and, of course, McKinnon showed oh, up. Oh, McKinnon went crazy. Yeah, yeah by right. the
0: way, you know, it was funny. We were opening up the box score. I, I did watch some of the game this morning. Uh, Vikings-Browns, when you're on the West Coast, that's a heck of an early start. But I caught a lot of the second half of that game. The first thing you wanted to know was, did Deshaun Kaiser turn the ball over? Right. Well, and, because and he
4: didn't. He didn't, which is shocking. But, uh you know, I don't think they had much sleep. I guess the uh, some gas <laughs> leak went off and they had That's to right. get up at 5 in the morning. Doesn't hurt their team. They continue to lose. But, uh, you know, I was shocked that the Kaiser kids started, really. I mean, that just sends a bad message to your team.
0: Interesting. Why, now, Now, why do you feel – I know you weren't happy last week with the idea that he was the one calling, uh, you know, players-only meetings as a rookie and it was right. following bad decisions by him. Then there was some yeah, then off he's the out, stuff, Then he's right. out
4: that next night. Like he's going to call a player only meeting. First of all, you don't do that as a rookie, especially a bad one. And then you get then you get in there <laughs> and you miss. You know they don't have a curfew. That doesn't mean you're out on Friday night. You know till three in the morning as the starting quarterback after calling the team meeting. I and mean, that's just bad. Bad for everybody. Then he's extremely ineffective. They bench him during the game and then they come back to him. Makes no sense. I mean. You know, you want some discipline in a team. Put in any quarterback. I don't care if the guy plays quarterback or not. Play him. You're not winning anyway. But you got to have discipline on that team. You lose Joe Thomas, and, uh, you know, then they go out and, run and Got They prove they can't play on any continent.
0: Uh, the Chargers just tried a long field goal on their opening drive against the uh, Patriots, and that one was up and no good. So the Chargers-Patriots game remained scoreless and Tom Brady and company about to get on the field. We were talking about that fourth down run for the Raiders where the officials have called it a first down. However, the Bills are challenging the spot of the ball and the ruling on the field, and the officials are still on the sideline taking a look at that one. Uh, They're coming back out for the call right now, so we'll stay with this. as uh, That's Ed Hockley with his uh, his guns coming out onto the field. He is ripped. Here he comes, and it is going to be both coaches are clapping, clapping so what yeah. do they say <laughs> the call stands. okay <laughs> yeah first but down. I, don't,
4: I don't blame McDermott for <laughs> trying to call that i mean you know you're hoping you know you're, you're you're hoping for the best but on a fourth down look that was that was hard to see in that big old scrum but you might as well take a chance cuz that that'd be a huge stop but uh, obviously doesn't work and raiders still have the ball first drive
0: all right week 8 out of the gate underway coming up next rob ryan has just made one of the most just amazing fantasy transaction requests you've ever seen in your life. We'll tell you about that coming up next. And speaking of things that are hard to see, there's one owner and one team that are in a complete disaster mode. We'll tell you about all of it next. Cover all the games. This is Red Zone Radio, Fox Sports Radio. Melvin Gordon. Go Chargers, go. I tell you what. The New England Patriots have mixed in a couple of good defensive performances the last few weeks, but they haven't strung two together. They suck. And I'm gonna go out on a limb and say they're not gonna string two together today. Melvin Gordon from about ninety yards, and he basically grabbed the football, made one cut, and he was gone. There was nobody there.
4: Now yeah. yeah, they were they were trying <laughs> to just dis- they were disguising a uh, a seven man front, which it's shocking to begin with. You might as well be in an eight-man. You're playing Anthony Lynn's L.A. Chargers. They're going to run the football, and they don't scare you on the outside. You got to match up with Butler and and uh, the other kid that's been playing good, you know. And that's just shocking. you you're you're disguise yourself out of a out of an eight-man front into a seven-man front. They just run a simple O play. They block the edge when that's where H- Hightower was playing. He gets blocked down by the tight end, and they just run it right around the, the, uh, the offense's right, the defense is left, for about, like you say, a 90-yard touchdown. There That's you go. Crazy.
0: Yeah, Chargers on the board first in New England. They've got a 7 nothing lead, 8.22 to go first quarter. We uh, can also update you, the Saints lead the Bears 7 nothing. That was an Alvin Kamara 9-yard touchdown run. The Raiders knocked one in from a yard out. They lead at the Bills seven nothing. And I said a few minutes ago, the Bills may be the most underrated defense in the NFL. You said something to me during the break, not so fast maybe about that Bills defense.
4: Well, I just think, you know, when you're living on turnovers, that's great. But that can be a short life. If you don't get the turnovers, they're right now with the turnovers, they're twenty eighth in the league in pass defense. Well, there's only thirty two teams in the league. So <laughs> right. if they don't get those turnovers, they're gonna be thirty second. So uh, not so fast on how great they are. Look, the, they they've they've played well, they've they've uh, won some close games, they've been getting turnovers late. Uh look, they live right. They go to church, they got good church people in there running that team now. You know, that's good. But uh eventually uh you know, those turnovers start bouncing the other way, and then you'd have a real problem if that happens.
0: By the way, uh, also the Bengals' uh, opening drive field goal at home against the Colts today, 3 nothing they lead there. I know a lot of people are looking for today to be the day that Joe Mixon finally takes over out of the backfield and really gets something. Squeaky wheel theory. He has been talking the last couple of weeks about getting more carries. So what do they do on the opening drive uh, Jeremy Hill gets three carries <laughs> and Joe Mixon only gets one and that one Joe Mixon carry went for negative yards. Well, I
4: mean, there you go. Again, those when the when the rookies speak, nobody listens. That's yeah, the yeah. NFL.
0: It's funny too, because in that division, like Le'Veon Bell did the same thing a few weeks ago, and they're like, Okay, let's give him thirty five carries sure, the very yeah, next and week. And we'll <laughs> prove it to him. Oh no, he actually
4: proved it to us. So yeah, exactly. you know, but that's an all pro running back. Uh, look, this mixing kid's a talent kid, but he's a, he's a rookie. Uh, people don't listen to rookies in the national football. League.
0: and this is my upset pick of the day, and of course, I don't bring it up until they've already got a lead, so that doesn't really sound all that good. But uh, anyway, I've got the pool to prove it. Uh, I do have the Jets yeah. beating the Falcons today. The Falcons, for whatever reason, just look sleepy. Josh McCown goes right down the field on the Falcons, seven to nothing. The Jets lead there, Tomlinson with a twenty yard touchdown catch. From Josh McCown, what's your read on the Falcons? What's
4: going on there? Man, I tell you what, I think they are having that hangover. I know everybody's piling on the Sarkeesian. I think it's everybody. I think uh, I, I think it's just crazy that uh, you know that they're playing so poorly on offense, but you know their defense again has given up seventeen point uh, leads, two of them already right. during the season, which doesn't happen. So uh, something's not right there, and it's you know it's just. It just doesn't look like a good football team right now.
0: Drew Brees just got sacked by Keem Hicks, and I tell you what, you know, guys in the interior in the NFL, very rarely do they get a lot of attention. You know, J.J. Watt might be one of the few guys that I can think about uh, that really gets a lot of attention. They're not relevant in a fantasy sense, so a lot of NFL fans don't even necessarily know who these guys are. You've brought this guy up so many times this year. He just sacked Drew Brees to end another Saints drive. He is... I, he's unbelievable. Like oh, I mean, he has been unstoppable he is such, this he year. He is
4: such a talented kid, and he was a talented kid uh, when uh, you know we were at the Saints together, and and uh, we went to the playoffs. Uh, he was he was playing hurt, played with a broken ankle, got shot up, did all that, and played Jeez. great in the Philadelphia game. He's he's just a young kid that was on the come, and he gets shipped out of New Orleans for a third team tight end that was really six string. Uh, you know that Humahana, my guy, yeah. you know who's who's not any good anyway, and they ship him off like that because his contract was up. Well, you know, then they ship me out after that. I mean, you know, it's one thing you, to you know to when you have good players to to lose them via free agency, but when you trade them off, uh, that was just a, it's a ridiculous move and. You know, those moves come back to haunt a lot of people and a lot of families as I was shipped down to Buffalo. yeah,
0: <laughs> Week 8 National Football League. But covering... No one's
4: playing better than he is. Him and no, Calais Campbell a... yes. are by far the best defensive alignment in football.
0: It's not even close. No, as somebody who, uh, you know, again, I, I'm, I'm not someone who pays a lot of attention to interior linemen either, but sitting here watching these games with you, that's a name that just keeps coming up every single week as we watch him play. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? Probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. All right, what's this uh, What's this waiver claim pickup thing that you just did in your fantasy league here, Coach?
4: Well, it's been well documented. My fantasy football team's the worst in the history. Um, <laughs> but I do have Tom Brady, and that's about it. Yep. But now there's a late addition, a late free agent pickup. Uh-huh. Calvin Johnson hey. was that pickup. And we're really excited about him. We're hoping somebody trades for him at the deadline. And if they don't, he'll just blend in with the rest of my guys. All
0: right. I wonder what he's going to do. There are stories circulating today that multiple teams have called the Detroit lions and asked about trading for the rights to Calvin Johnson. Of course, the Lions would have to be convinced to do that, and that's fine if they are. There's one other big piece to this: is Calvin Johnson's got to want to play football again. Well, I
4: think I'd like to see him playing for New England. That'd be good. Oh, come on, coach! <laughs> you know how many and, people and, around know, the country and, just and, threw up and and in their Bob, mouth a little and, bit. And, and, and Bob <laughs> Quinn is the, he's the general manager. He came from New England. Probably has a great relationship with, uh, uh, you know, with Belichick and those yep. guys. They're the ones who got the start. So. That'd, that'd be something. You know, hey, they get a you know late pick for, for a guy that's not even playing for him. That's a good trade, and outstanding trade for my fantasy squad, too. Yes, it too. would be. <laughs> <laughs> I,
5: can think,
4: I can think of a
0: bunch of teams, by the way, that would love uh, to have Calvin Johnson. You're seeing – Oh, I promise the, I you I mean, that. there's receiving injuries all over the place. I can think of a few teams. The Giants are the first one that come to mind where i mean their their whole core has just been decimated yeah no, uh, that'd the, be a great spot for you know for the chiefs yep. have, have have dealt with a a lot of stuff even though their offense is still humming along uh so there are a lot of teams dealing with that would be really interesting i just i mean we haven't heard a thing from calvin though uh, no. about wanting to come back and play football
4: well i think you heard a little bit before the season started where he was where he was trying to get out of there there have been rumors that he was going to go to oakland but uh you know certainly it'd be Just the size alone in the red zone would be a huge factor. And he's got several touchdowns before in his day, that's for sure. So that'd be exciting news for the NFL if he came back.
0: All right. Uh, You know the rule on this show. Once we rip a team, they do well. So the Falcons have just scored a touchdown. They even things up (laughs) with the Jets. uh, 7-7 to score there. Austin Hooper has the touchdown catch and, in fact, already has three balls for 36 yards and the touchdown. Um, Matt Ryan, four of five, 51 yards, and that score right there. So that game's evened up 7-7. Panthers right now second and goal just inside the two-yard line. No score in this game so far. They're going to go right up the middle and not get in. They get to about the one-yard line. Was that Jonathan Stewart, I think, up the middle? The Panthers' run game has been frustrating to watch. They just cannot get it going, Stewart or McCaffrey.
4: No, that's right. They—it's it. good to see at least them trying to pound somebody different than Cam down there. Uh, right now, third and goal. I'm sure it'll be Cam. Uh, might as well be just. Yeah, it's hard. Him, it's hard him not, him to not to when yeah, you have somebody him.
0: that big, right? Yeah,
4: and he's and he's so talented. He's got a nose for that uh, for that goal line. He could he could just reach it over here and score probably. So
0: got an eye formation uh, behind him. Nope, he's going to hand it off. Great effort and, by the back. Yep, Stewart goes up over the top. Long as he held on to the ball he's in he did touchdown carolina panthers it's they good, strike first good to
4: see them run somebody else they got to get back to running the football uh you know to be effective cuz they're just not effective drop back passing
0: Bears have moved into the red zone as well. We'll update you on that. Let's get Gascon in here with the early update as well on Week 8. Morning, Dave.
3: Mr. Willard, Mr. Ryan. Yes, sir. How we doing? Got plenty of good highlights today. We'll start off with Mark's favorite team in the NFL. Snap, hand off to Gordon, trying to stretch <laughs> it to the right side. Turns it upfield, 20, outside, 30, outside the numbers, nobody in front of him, 50, 40, 30, 20. Will he be caught at the 10,
1: 5, touchdown, Chargers. Melvin Gordon, 87
6: yards.
3: Longest run of his career has the Chargers out in front, 7 to nothing. New England is on the move, but under two minutes to play in the first quarter. Raiders lead the Bills in Buffalo, 7-0. Bengals, 3 Colts, nothing. A game that is... On Fox,
5: Saints and Bears. Slip it for the near side Kamara. Trying to turn the corner. Forcing the boundary, and he's gonna score. Shrugs off a tackle at the two and ducks into the end zone for the score.
3: Saints lead seven to nothing at home. 49ers and Eagles. There's no score just yet. Josh McCown with a TD pass. Eric Tomlinson from 20 yards out. Falcons have just responded. at 7-up. Panthers have just scored. Jonathan Stewart, he's got a he's got a TD run in this ballgame. Three carriers for five yards. Seven to nothing, Carolina, and then one game that went final a few hours ago.
5: Keenan play action. He's looking into the end zone, sees nothing. So he rolls out to the right.
3: Fires to the end zone. Touchdown Vikings!
5: Adam Thielen had to travel to England to get his first touchdown in 2017, <laughs> but it was a big one. It gives the Vikings the lead, nine six.
3: Oh, boy. Cleveland Browns, <laughs> 0-8 on the season, guys. The plan continues. Uh, Everything
0: is right as it should yeah, be.
3: saver metrics, right? Sam
0: Darnold continues to love the USC Trojan uniform. That's, that's,
3: yeah. Minnesota 33, Cleveland 16. All the fun today brought to you by GEICO. With great news, there's a quick way you can save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Back Uh, to you, fellas. Yep,
0: Gascon, great stuff. Live Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to save 15% or more car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com. 800-947-AUTO. Only hard part figuring out which way is easier. Third and fourth for the the Patriots inside the 10. And that is going to be complete for a first down to Chris Hogan. So it's going to be first and goal at about the 3. Uh, Bears also threatening inside the red zone. Second and goal at about the 7.5-yard line for Mitch Trubisky and company. Uh, Coach, I've got a good buddy who's a radio host in Chicago uh, and on his own time is also a very talented singer. And uh, so they do spoof songs out there in Chicago. And uh, they changed the song Let It Go from Frozen and did a song this week called Let Him Throw. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Let him throw. They want Mitch Trubisky to be allowed to throw the ball. I mean, what is he? What did he have last week? Six pass attempts. I, think, I, I think,
4: think it was. I think it was actually seven. I think you're short. <laughs> okay, sorry. But uh, here we go. A third down. They got to throw this one, right?
0: right? You would think. I mean, third if you want goal. to actually score a touchdown, they're going to be a timeout on the field. So timeout. We'll get... So he's
4: got you know a chance to loosen up.
0: Yeah, exactly. Although I mean, he's two of three today uh, for 51 yards. He does have one 45-yard throw to McBride. Uh, but if you look at the play distribution here, uh, the Bears have run the ball 11 times and thrown the ball only three. It's just hard to imagine. Sometimes I think it's time and place also, right? I mean, you're at New Orleans. You know about this. Um, even if you have a good defense, the Saints are going to put some points on the board. Oh, I, there's I don't, no question. You're not going to run them to death uh, today in New right. Orleans. Well, I
4: mean, if if you did early and you had a lead, right now they're down seven. So you know if you were up 14 yeah you could run him to sure. death like they did last week to get the win you know they just kept running the football against uh, Carolina but uh it's 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 tough. this guy's going to have to be an NFL quarterback look you you drafted you traded up for him you did all that so uh, you know don't be scared of it you got nothing to lose you, you know you got you got this guy let's invest in him let's see what he can do.
0: Raiders already have a seven nothing lead back into bills territory. And on a third and 10, they're going to throw incomplete looking for Amari Cooper down the field in the red zone. Uh, So that'll be a punt for the Raiders. The bills do hold uh, on what looks like a a little bit of a chilly day in Buffalo. We're starting to get that weather uh, as we, you know, we're almost to November here. So this is going to start factoring into the second half of the season for sure. Keep you up to date on all these red zone radio with Rob Ryan, Mark Willard. All right, coach, uh, what are your thoughts on a situation that is going to certainly play out later today? The Houston Texans are at Seattle. Uh, there is some sort of planned demonstration that is going to happen by the Texans players. The one thing that really caught my attention today as this Bob McNair statement that we all know about came out about 48 hours ago. Texans players very upset. DeAndre Hopkins left, did not come back to practice. Um, but I learned today in listening to Jay Glazer that Bob McNair yesterday held a meeting to address this Face to face with his players, and it made it worse. Oh, that that's that's the word. They, they all met, and it got even worse. So, uh, what what are your thoughts on this? And, and how does a team, who by the way is in the thick of the race here and is a pretty good young team, uh, how do they deal with all this?
4: Right. I think I think they do have one of the better teams. They have a really good offense, a really good defense, and and they're playing really well. I think this has got to be a little bit like the char uh, the uh, Clippers. Uh, when you know when their owner was such an idiot, made some buffoon comments, and the team actually came closer together. I think this team's got to come closer together. Uh, they have too good of a team to let something like this compromise them. It's unfortunate that look, th- this owner has made a mistake, but it's uh, you know it, it's it's a terrible thing that that he said this, and everybody understands. Look, they they've heard that uh, that before that, that phrase, phrase before, yes, sure. you know, but. Uh, you know, as sensitive as this is, and and things like that, you have to take in regard the players. That's why you're having these meetings is for the players. Like I don't understand it. You know, do you do you want to be part of the players or not? I mean, this guy clearly doesn't. He doesn't see himself part of the players. And and you don't have a league without the players. So you know, you need to get your act together. I, I you know, I'm talking a multi-billionaire here, but. I'm just telling the truth. I mean, you know, get with the program. It makes no sense uh, to have that kind of attitude in, in, in today's country.
0: Patriots have evened things up with the Chargers at 7-7. Rob Gronkowski with the easiest touchdown catch of his entire career. He was standing by himself. Brady hits him with ease. Uh, the Bears, uh, they do throw the ball with Trubisky on third yeah. down. It goes over everybody's head. So it's a field goal for the Bears. They trail at New Orleans 7-3. to I think your point is very well taken. Uh, Coach, you know, sure, it's a phrase. Uh, it's used often. However, in this time and space, it's a little bit too sensitive. And secondly, I think the way the players took it, it's not so much, "Oh, you called us inmates with a phrase." It's more the fact that your mind would go there if your Bob McNair states that you don't view us as partners yeah, as in equals. this business. Yeah,
4: it's as as equals. I mean, it's it's uh, it's ridiculous. You can't say anything worse. Uh, you know, than that. And, and, you know, it, you know, it's a shame that people
0: have a view like that. It just makes no damn sense. Yeah. So the Texans, what are they going to do today? I think that they uh, they met late last night um, and, and a lot of different things were discussed. There was even the discussion about, do we not play? Um, but I think a lot of the options that, that the, they discussed uh, came with major financial ramifications. Well, You can't do that. Right. I mean, you have so, to
4: play. Look, play and play more together okay just just pretend that guy who signed your check doesn't exist don't you know exclude him in everything you have i mean don't have a conversation with him he's not you know it's it's just not worth it you have great teammates there probably great coaches everybody feels the same way they're connected together uh you know don't let this guy who just happened to sign the check this outsider get in it's just, it's an unfortunate situation but uh, it's disgusting, let's make no no uh, doubt about it.
0: Yeah, well, and the geography of the whole thing is interesting. Players kneeling for the anthem in certain cities. You know, San Francisco, you can do it. Fans don't much bat an eye. Uh, you know, you, we talk about things out there in Texas and whatnot. Players aren't kneeling. We're hearing a lot of them, though, will today because they know – that will really upset Bob McNair. All right, we got breaking news here during week eight. Let's get Gascon in here. What's breaking
3: going
5: on? News from Fox Sports, guys. I'll
3: take you back to yesterday in college football. Number three, Georgia blew out Florida, forty-two to seven. Well, today, Florida has fired head coach Jim McElwain. It hasn't been announced to the public just yet, but an unnamed source has been informed through Sports Illustrated and also FootballScoop.com that the players are all informed of the decision that McElwain is now out. And I guess the biggest area now is to see if that buyout will be into effect, $12.9 million to get McIlwain out, or they can actually remove that with cause they could fire him with cause and not pay that at all yeah. so we'll find that out maybe in the coming days well
0: I tell you what it's interesting I mean you knew something was coming I had read early this morning that McElwain and all the uh you know the athletic department heads for Florida were in a meeting and they were negotiating well I mean it's pretty hard to come out of that and be like okay he's still our coach I mean if you're, <laughs> yeah. if you're already having a negotiation involving buyouts and money and all of that and you know, to me, listen, Florida's underperformed. We all get it. It's a young football team there. Uh, I even think of baseball right now, where you've got three, uh, three managers that went to the playoffs this year who who then got fired after. Uh, ridiculous. I mean, I just think everybody is way too trigger happy right now with coaching.
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's right. But it's it's kind of been a you know an ongoing thing nowadays. It's like everybody wants that quick fix. McElwain was the quick fix. They they went to two uh, SEC championship games in his first two years. Uh, I'm not. Sure, I don't understand how he could be with Cause. Uh, you know, the right. guy's probably in there coaching twenty hours a day. <laughs> and with right. Cause, you're going to fire him. I, I don't get it. He, he doesn't tackle for the team. He doesn't throw the ball for him. Although he'd probably be better than some of those quarterbacks. But uh, you know, it's unfortunate. Uh, me and Jim coached together in Oakland. Uh, he was a quarterback coach, but. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's a shame. It's it's part of the business. It's the way it is. But I saw some of the worst coaching I've ever seen in my life uh, no. yesterday watching college football. Right. Number two <laughs> team, said. number two team in the country. They're sitting there. They can't get a playoff. It's it started two minute and they get a delay a game and they end up losing by a field goal. Well, they could have used that field goal instead. They end up having to just sit on the ball and and not take that whole drive because they blew it. Not the kids. I mean, it's just ridiculous.
0: All right. We got a a possible fumble in the Saints game by Kamara. Hard to tell if those knees were down first or not. The Bears recovered it. Uh, But we're definitely going to uh, have a review in that situation. More from David, though. Uh, What else is going on, Dave?
3: Well, Coach, you were talking about the buyout with cause, and I guess the reason for that surrounds his dishonesty earlier in the week about receiving possible death threats. Oh, boy. And so he is obviously being lied about that to the universities, so that's part of the reason why they're looking to see if they can buy him out or fire him with cause.
0: Um, I think also just, yeah, when you're coaching Florida, uh, four losses is cause. Yeah, that, yeah that's just, you, you can't do that that's that you're not allowed to do that so well then uh, the tennessee guy's in trouble yeah he's in trouble <laughs> yeah that's true too in the sec four losses is gone you lose,
4: you lose to kentucky uh, yeah. probably not <laughs> that's good cause. and you're not playing basketball that's uh that's not good
0: all right we're gonna get the review on that kamara fumble here in just a moment let you know about that Jameis winston has the bucks on the move philip rivers trying to keep the uh the Chargers on the move in a 7-7 game in New England. Week 8, National Football Longer. League Red Zone Radio. <laughs> That's amazing. You should share that. Mark Willard, Rob Ryan, Fox Sports Radio, Geico, Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're sitting here watching Chargers Patriots. Tom Brady with a big old defender right in his face, off balance, hits a back out of the backfield perfectly in stride, and it leads to a first down. I said, boy, that is such an underrated throw by Tom Brady. I think he's going to stick in this league, Rob. And, uh, and you shared an old story about watching Brady before he was Tom Brady.
4: Right. When he was coming out of Michigan, I worked out uh, DeHani Jones, who played in the league a long time. Ian Gold, who was a star in the league on defense. Yep. And a guy named James Hall played about 10 years as a pass rusher. And he's like, well, I'll go through the linebacker drills too. So I worked those guys out. And Dick Rabine, our quarterback coach, worked out Brady and a guy named Shea, a running back. So we we got together because, you know, we had the run of the place. We're like, hey, let's have these guys go one-on-one. I wanted to see Gold cover and all that. And, uh, you know, after watching it, you know, and all that, I, I realized, you know, this Brady's not going to make it. I mean, he's not, <laughs> I mean, he can't complete a pass against Ian Gold. And even James Hall covered the fullback. So I'm like, eh, this guy's all right. We took him in a sixth round. I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> No, actually, I thought you know I know all oh, the leadership, okay. and Raybine loved the guy's leadership. We talked about it on the flight home. He goes, "There's something about this guy. I really yeah. like his leadership and and uh, and his command of the offense." And I'm thinking, "Yeah, whatever. He, you know, he's, <laughs> <laughs> he ends up being the best quarterback in the history Ever. of football." So, but
0: <laughs> true story. <laughs> that is, that's amazing. Great. What, story. I mean, where's where we get the leadership qualities? He was obviously right. You can see that, but like. How how does he go from someone who couldn't even secure a full time starting job in college, couldn't get NFL guys attention on the way into the draft, and then once he gets there, you know, I understand the, the, the right the right, you know, scheme around him and the and Belichick and all of this stuff. I get that. But he is so accurate and all that. Like, where did that come from? Right. Did it well, develop
4: late? I know, I know he was captain uh, of the Michigan team, yeah. you know, and, and he was only half, you know, he only played half the time. So they thought a lot of him. Uh, but the things you don't see, all the hard work, believe me, he was in there every single morning working out every morning, even during the year, when the only guys in the, in the place were me and Mangini trying to lose weight and, <laughs> and Willie McGinnis getting his back rehabbed yeah. and Brady. And Brady was in there, wanted to get stronger. That was his goal. And he ended up getting stronger. You know, I don't know if he got smarter. He probably did. He dealt with Belichick every day on, right. on dissecting defenses and, and all that. But but he knew he had a weakness, and the weakness was arm strength. Well, it's not a weakness anymore. He made it a strength. Now he's got a strong arm, but, he, but he's always been really intelligent. He's always been an amazing leader. And, uh, you know, it, it's just amazing to see how long he's played and how – how great he's been for so long, and there's a perfect pass that the guy made a nice play on back there yep. in double coverage. But but you know there's there's one Tom Brady and and uh, he is amazing.
0: All right, the Bills are facing a third down in the red zone. They're going to convert, uh, and it'll be first and goal there. They trail the uh, Raiders seven to nothing, but they're knocking on the door. That incomplete pass that Rob just told you about from Brady was on a third and long, so the Patriots will be punting away to the Chargers. That one is tied 7-7. to Been a good-looking first half there. Bears are on the move back into Saints territory, trailing that one 7-3. to But, you know, as as we were talking about earlier, that oh Bears no. defense, uh, what do we got going on here? On a punt. I think it's a safety. Is that a safety? What's the muff rule? We got to go over all of that as Travis Benjamin is back there. Chargers special teams. That's been a thing for about five years now that rarely Uh, goes well. Tried to run it. Yep, they're going to go ahead and call safety. All right, here's the deal. Benjamin tries to field this one back at about the 10. Then he loses it but gains control and runs backwards into the end zone. That's going to be reviewed, Coach. I don't know. When he first gets hit, yeah, when he first makes contact with the Patriot defender, I feel like he was at the one and got knocked back. They're also going to call holding on the Chargers. Uh, declined and safety is the call, but I promise you, there's a review coming here because didn't it look like to you he was just out of the end zone when he got hit?
4: Yeah, it did, but it, you know, and then he tried to look like he tried to break that tackle and backed up again. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. But safety, safety was ruled on the field, so I'm sure they'll probably stick with that call.
0: All right, touchdown, Buffalo, um, and they are an extra point away from being able to tie things up. Uh, with the Oakland Raiders. Nice nice looking drive there from Tyrod Taylor, uh, and a good pass into the corner of the end zone here. Uh the Bills offense, you know, is is always a group that is just trying to maybe score twenty stay into ball games. Right. Uh, but the Raiders offense has or I'm sorry, the Raiders defense, uh they've cured a lot of offenses this year.
4: You know, it's amazing to play eight games and have no interceptions. Right. I mean that's uh that's unbelievable. That's hard to do. So uh you know it's amazing that you know they've been that poor in pass defense they've got such a great pass rusher in mac and some other players they just they need to tighten down the coverage and mac would lead the league in sacks but uh, the coverage is so loose i mean here the 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 defender falls off the receiver he's wide open he's in man coverage he just runs all the way to the back of the end zone and catches a ball in the back of the end zone uncovered as the defender fell down
0: Bill's extra point is up and good, so that game is indeed now tied 7-7. The Jets have added a field goal. They're back in front of the Falcons uh, by a score of 10-7 right now. The Eagles are hosting the 49ers. We haven't even mentioned that game yet. Carson Wentz, America's darling this week, has not been able to get a whole lot going against the 49er offense. They lead 3 to nothing early in the second quarter. Uh, maybe a little bit more expected out of the Eagles early on in that game, but it is early. Looks like they're off to a little bit of a sleepy start. Um, And, again, the Bengals leading the Colts 3-0, and we're awaiting the review on that Patriots safety moments ago. Coming up next, we continue on Week 8 and get Rob Ryan's thoughts on that Kiko Alonso hit. Patriots in the red zone right now, but a third down pass goes incomplete from Tom Brady after they got that safety. They will take this opportunity to try to turn it into three more. They lead 9-7. to Gostowski running onto the field right now with Rob Ryan, Mark Willard, live Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Geico.com for a free rate quote. And coming up shortly, Jeff Allen from Las Vegas will join in with a free selection. The Falcons get a field goal. They've knotted things back up against the Jets. That's a 10-10 tie there. Meantime, the Saints not only moving into the red zone, almost into the end zone, down to the one-yard line. Drew Brees has the Saints on the move, already leading 7-3. to The Raiders and Derek Carr also on the move in a 7-7 tie in Buffalo. They've got a third and two at their own 35 right now. That'll be a handoff up the middle. That's n- never not got it. Going to get it. No. Nope. So it's going to be fourth down and a punt is forthcoming for the Raiders. Uh, Buccaneers trying to move into Panthers territory. Get something going right now. Uh, they've got it at the Panthers' forty-three yard line, but trailing that one seven to nothing. It's another kind of sleepy start for Jameis Winston's offense.
4: Yeah, I mean they got to get out of that because that's. Uh you know it's too hard to play that way the defense usually doesn't play well they're already down and you don't you don't move the ball it sounds like uh Miami almost i mean Miami does that to them every week they're behind and eventually it blows up 40 to nothing so uh they haven't had one of those games yet but but they very easily could if the offense continues to struggle in the first and second uh quarter.
0: Colts even things up in Cincinnati three three. Then the Bengals fumble the kickoff and the Colts immediately turn that into six more. Jacoby Brissett to Jack Doyle touchdown and the Colts lead at Cincinnati ten to three. Saw that coming, didn't you?
4: Boy, that's uh that's that's not good for Cincinnati <laughs> fans. I mean the Colts are the worst looking team I'd seen besides the Browns and they look bad but here they are beating this beating the Bengals in Cincinnati it's crazy
0: all right mark ingram just went in from 1 yard out the bears are screaming fumble but he definitely broke the plane first i'm pretty sure this one's going to stand touchdown mark ingram saints up 13 to 3 with an extra point on the way as we follow along with all of this uh really want the uh the voice of a defensive coordinator the son of buddy ryan uh to weigh in on what was a very hot topic, uh, NFL-wise around the country on Friday, and that was the hit that Kiko Alonso laid on Joe Flacco. What would you think?
4: Well, I think you know. Here is the thing. Now they put these rules in place uh, for a reason. So they want to protect the quarterback. Obviously, they want to play the multi-million-dollar quarterback instead of a hundred-thousand-dollar backup. Uh, so these, they got these sliding rules in place. Look, it's it's clear that. Everybody knows, hey, the slide could have been better or whatever. The guy's going, uh, trying to get as many yards as he can. But the intention for Alonzo was, hey, he's going to fly over top of him. Then he lowers his shoulder Mm -hmm. and his helmet and hits the guy, you know, in the chin and on the ear and all that. I mean, it's a blatantly illegal hit. Uh, He's done it before. He put out Hoyer. Maybe he's had two great hits. He's knocked out two people. Both of them should have (laughs) been illegal hits. He hit Hoyer a couple years ago. Knocked him out, uh, blew his knee out, and now he gets uh, Flacco. And the simple thing is you don't have to like the rules in the game. You just have to play by them. So whoever says, oh, he he couldn't uh, help himself, the hell he can. He he can too. He's going, he's sliding down, giving himself up. You're a pro athlete. Now, if you are some guy from the streets here who can't bend and (laughs) is too stiff and can't make a play, okay, that's one thing. Maybe it fell into the guy. But, no, these are the best athletes in the world. You can fly over top of them. Everybody does it every Sunday.
0: See, uh, this is fascinating to me because what we heard from defensive side of the ball people, I thought all night long Thursday into Friday morning was once you're committed, you can't stop. And while I can process that, I understand that. When you're going as fast as you're going and you want to launch yourself towards someone, you can't stop your body momentum. However, my question was what you just brought up it looked like at the very end he dipped the shoulder. Oh, and dip. I'm he thinking, like, I go, now that, that's not something uh, that, you know, mid-arrow you can't stop. That was – that shoulder dipped once Flacco was already well that's, into the absolutely. slide.
4: Of course it did. So, you know, look, I understand a hey, defensive player is going to say that. And, and uh, you know, I only coached it for 30 years. I mean, <laughs> and the difference yeah. is, you know, I also have to teach the rules. When you're a coach, you have to teach the rules of the game. Uh, I can remember leading with your head, people. That, that used to be the normal thing. Right. Doug Plank, Gary Fensik, they'd knock people out every week, you know. And sometimes teammates. But uh, look, they're trying to do it for a safety reasons in the NFL, and it's been in place for a long time now, you know. And you ought to get it. It's like you know, people are shocked by when you lead and, and hit a defenseless receiver. That's the rules. Funny, that's not coming up near as much as it did when it first came up. Now you got a guy sliding. <laughs> Quarterbacks get knocked out all the time on this because people don't get it. You know, uh, it, you know, it, it's it's unfortunate that it happens, but it happens. But obviously, it's a penalty.
0: All right, looking also at this uh, Chargers Patriots game, the Patriots field goal is up and good, so it's twelve to seven. They lead the Chargers. Uh, Chargers have the ball back now. You do have to wonder about the health of Melvin Gordon. Uh, he's in there with that foot injury. He's playing today. He's already had a ninety-yard touchdown run. Uh, but he's also sitting out some extended periods, and right now that guy you know so well, Anthony Lynn. You know we've watched offenses gash the Patriots all year long in the passing game, uh, but he is really sticking to the run game almost exclusively here.
4: Well, what it does, he's playing. He's playing to win this week, you know. So uh, he's not looking at oh, Philip had 400 yards passing, we lost by two touchdowns. Mm. He's trying to win the game. So the way you win the game is keep Brady off the field. Uh, the way you keep them off the field is you keep pounding that rock. They're not a great run defense by any stretch. Mm-hmm. They can be run on. When, uh, when we were in Buffalo, we went and played a Brady-less uh, uh, undefeated Patriot team in, in New England. We beat them 20 to nothing. We also ran the ball for 200 yards against them. So if you can run for 200 yards, keep Brady off the field, you have a much better chance to win the game than you, than you do for throwing for 400 yards and getting outpointed by Brady.
0: Eagles right now lead the 49ers 3 to nothing. There's less than five minutes to go in the first half. With everything that has been said about Carson Wentz since we saw him on Monday night, you'd have thought the Eagles would have had 21 points by now against this 0-7 49er team. The Cowboys put up 40 on the 49ers just last week. Um, and it just feels to me when you see something like this, the Eagles go to 6-1. and They get the best record in football and uh, have that big national TV win, and the 0-7 49ers are coming into your place, you're like, uh, it just it sets itself up for kind of a sleepy performance, and it's what we're seeing so far, yeah?
4: Well, I mean, you know, uh, it's the truth. I mean, when there's no excuse for this. Uh, you have a better team. You're playing the Niners. Look, then you got to tip your hat to the Niners. They're playing as hard as they can every week, and they've played really well every week except for last week. Yep. But uh, – uh, Philadelphia needs a wake-up call. I'm sure they'll get it at halftime but uh, because they are the better team. Wentz is 11 of 15, but he's been sacked three times uh, from a Niner defense that has players all over it. So uh, uh, they're playing hard, and you know you got to tip your hat to uh, the job those coaches are doing.
0: Let's check in on C.J. Bethard as well, who took over the job a couple of weeks ago mid-game in Washington and looked really good, and then last week against Dallas – uh, just kind of so-so, didn't turn the ball over a whole lot, but the 49ers as an entire group uh, just really weren't able to get anything going in that game. You look at his numbers today, Coach, 4 of 10 for 44 yards, no touchdowns, and he has been picked off one time. Uh, what are you seeing right now in that transition, and, and what would you do uh, about that position at this point in the season?
4: Well, right now, you know, he is struggling. He's 4 of 10, got the pick, but uh, been sacked once, but... Look, I think, you know, he showed some flashes in that first time they put him in. Mm-hmm. He was a little overwhelmed last week, but uh, you know, I think I think they're doing the right thing by playing him. They want to find out what they've got. The biggest thing is, look, they're not gonna win their their division this year. They're not gonna make the playoffs. Uh the biggest thing is they're gonna keep, you know, evaluating their their roster and seeing who's gonna be part of their solution. And I think I think it's a good thing to play the young guy. Uh look, you know what Hoyer is. He's not going to win any games for you. He's not going to lose any. Uh, this kid might lose some games for you, but you might as well evaluate him to see if he's going to be part of the team uh, going forward. You know they're going to draft a guy and or get uh, cousins, and uh, you know we'll see from, from there. But you have to be excited about the, the long-range prospects of this team.
0: In Cincinnati, the Bengals are now threatening after falling down ten 10-3 in that game. We mentioned Mixon earlier. Joe Mixon only has four yards on three carries. However, he's got two catches for 83 yards. He just got one for 67 that has flipped the field and set the Bengals up inside the 10-yard line. So we'll keep you up to date there. They trail that game against the Colts 10-3 to at that point. Uh, but again... Uh, they are threatening in this one. And now the Bears trailing 14-3 to in New Orleans. This will be interesting because this is the opposite of what we were talking about earlier. Last week, Mitch Trubisky never really threw the ball because he didn't have to. His defense gave him the lead early, and they just tried to hold on to it. Well, now you're down by double digits on the quick turf at New Orleans. They're letting him throw the ball, and look at this. Back-to-back completions, and into Saints territory they go.
4: Yeah, those have been short passes though, but they are passes. So right. uh, <laughs> <laughs> those short count. passes with a long result, uh, you know. So it's good. You look, you gotta give, you gotta find out what you have here. Uh, again, fourteen three. If they can come in here get get a uh, touchdown here, they're still in it, and then they can continue to run the ball and run play action, which is really what the Bears have to do to be successful. But uh, hey, you're gonna see, you're gonna find out, you know, uh, what he's got. He's he's looked a little shaky at times where the ball's gone way over receivers' heads, uh, but we'll see. I mean, he's six of nine,
0: so uh, hopefully that's good news for the Bears. We'll check back in in Foxborough in a second as well as the Patriots are back out on the field and the Chargers have to start worrying about uh, the uh, the fatigue of their defense. You just mentioned keep Brady off the field. Well, uh, they drive the ball down end up punting, Chargers fumble it away, turn it into a safety, have to kick it right back down to the offense. They drive down, get a field goal, and then the Chargers go three and out. Their offense has been on the field for a total of about a minute and a half uh, in the last half hour that we've been sitting here watching this game.
4: Right, yeah, so that's that's not going to play in their hands very well, especially in the second half. You know, you got to watch out how that's going to go, but uh, look, 12-7, Everybody be excited about that right now. So they're they're in a competitive game here. Uh, you know, if they can get a stop here right before two minute, that'd be huge for them.
0: Week eight in the National Football League, we're covering it all. We're closing in on halftime of these early session games. We'll get you up to date on all of them coming up next with Rob Ryan, Mark Willard, Fox Sports Radio.
5: Hey, sports fans, this is the World Champion Handicapper Jeff Allen from Las Vegas. Free selection coming up, Dallas, Washington in just a second. But how about Jeff Allen sports 27 and three run in the NFL. 90% winners. Super locks are 5-0. and oh, And we've got critical information confirmed. Dallas, Washington, NFC lock of the year. Plus, I've got four best bets. You're going 5-0 and oh, late action, absolutely free. And it's on the message phone. Call 1-800-870. 2283 90 percent winners i'm red hot houston seattle dallas washington pittsburgh detroit tonight plus the nba 5-0 free or the season free call 1-800-870-2283 let's take a look at the big game dallas in washington cowboys favorite total is 52 both teams at three and three this game has playoff implications washington off the loss at philadelphia Cousins, 30 of 40, 269. Rushing game was slowed for just 75 yards. Offensive line is banged up. For Dallas, off two losses and a bye, then they beat down San Francisco. Rushing game led by Elliott had 265 yards. Dallas, 15 and three under on the road. 11 and four under on grass. Washington, four and one under at home. I like this game under the total for a small play. The big play is the side. Dallas, Washington, NFC, lock of the year, guaranteed to win and yours free on the message phone. Call 1-800-870-2283. Are you tired of losing? I'm winning 90% and I love this game. Dallas, Washington, Houston, Seattle, Detroit, Pittsburgh, 5-0 free, toll free message, 1-800-870-2283. A $200 player can pick up 2,000 today, 5-0 free, toll free message. 1-800-870-2283, one 800 2283 or go to VegasCovers.com. All
0: right, we got a lot that's just taking place. Let's take you through it. Red Zone Radio, what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Coach, let's go to Buffalo. Raiders, two-minute situation. They've almost messed it up twice. They definitely messed it up once, and the Bills now have a 14-7 lead.
4: Right. They're throwing off their own uh, in-line, made a big throw to a wide-open receiver, and then came back, tried to tried to move the ball with a minute 20, hit a check down to a back. He tries to make a move, a great tackle uh, by a corner for the Bills, and he forces a fumble. They pick it up. It bounces right up to Milano, the rookie, and he runs it in for a touchdown. So now they're down 14-7. And then on the kickoff, the guy fumbles again. <laughs> That's right, a different different player, the well, returner, Patterson, right, yes. fumbles again. Now they're lucky. There's like five Bills around it, and it bounces back to them. So they're lucky to be down seven. And now that they, look, they've got three timeouts. There's nine seconds left. But uh, another flag probably in two minutes against the offense. We'll yep. see.
0: Yep, it is against the offense. It's declined. So now with nine seconds to go, the Raiders trying to get into field goal range with a few seconds to go. But I will say this, even though it has gone awry for Jack Del Rio, as a fan, I certainly enjoy uh, that that he's out there in that situation with a quarterback you think you can trust, and he's going oh, no. for it. Yeah, right? got to I mean,
4: go for it. Yeah. I mean, he, he was doing the right thing. He's going for it. But the ball security is ridiculous. You get it to a back, and he fumbles on a checkdown. You never see that, but you see it every week against Buffalo. And that's hey, that's that's how they're playing great defense, and they're keeping people off the scoreboard.
0: Now the Raiders are going to move the chains, but it looks like uh, possibly run out of time. They'll use a timeout with two seconds to go. They're not in field goal range. Probably a Hail Mary situation for the Raiders, unless they want to try a really long one, which in the cold air of Buffalo, I wouldn't suggest. Now, the other side to that is what the Chargers just did, and I realize with 20 seconds left on the clock, uh, there's probably not much that you're going to get done, but they fall down against New England 15-7. They get the ball on their own 25-yard line uh, with 20 seconds left to go. If I've got a future Hall of Famer at quarterback, I'm going to at least, and a timeout, I'm going to throw the ball to the 40, 45, right. see if I can get something going. The what are completion the or a yeah. pass interference. Chargers hand the ball off and head for the locker room.
4: Right. And, you know, with the gunslinger that Rivers is and, and, the, and the height of the receivers, you know, you, you got this Mike Williams. Let's see if he can jump up and catch a jump ball. At least get a pass interference or something. You know, uh, it would have been great to get a field goal right before half, but uh, – Look, they're down by eight. They're going to have to get back, but they haven't had the ball at all. No, I'm I'm
0: looking at the play total right now for the Patriots and Chargers. The Patriots have run a total of 39 plays. The Chargers have run a total of 19. And listen to the passing efforts by Brady and Rivers. Tom Brady is 19 of 26 for 191 yards and a touchdown. 26 pass attempts in the first half. Phillip Rivers, five.
4: Right. I mean, you know... (laughs) I I don't, you know, they, they got to do a better job of, of getting first downs. And also, you know, you're playing the Patriots. The only way you're going to beat new England in new England is you can't take a safety. You can't do those type of things. Right. You know, you have to go for the win, you know, so we saw new England beat Houston when they decided to kick a field goal instead of go for it on fourth and one where they would have iced the game and won the game. And it blew up in their face. Uh, some of these things, you just have to play on the edge. You, you can't, you can't make mistakes. Which, which obviously they made a huge one taking the safety, but the defense rallied and held them to a field goal. So that was that was a good news, good news for San Diego. But you got to do some things to try to win the game.
0: And I appreciate the heck out of you calling him San Diego. Thank Golly, you very much for that's that. That's right. good stuff. All right. <laughs> Philadelphia, by the way, Dang once it, I've again. I've been
4: doing good. been calling him <laughs> L.A. No, no,
0: no. Go ahead and call him San Diego. All <laughs> I right. Phil- I just remember. The uh, Philadelphia Eagles following along in, in, in a wonderful tradition here on Red Zone Radio is with, when we talk about you and we say, what's going on? Why aren't you doing good things? Boom. You start doing good things. Carson Wentz hits Zach Ertz for a touchdown, and shortly after that, uh, they get a pick six on C.J. Beathard, and they've turned a 3 nothing lead into 17 nothing, just like that.
4: Yeah, that's that's impressive. Boy, I can't wait. Then the Raiders, I don't know what the heck's wrong with the Raiders today. Raiders look terrible today. Trying
0: to get them going, huh, Coach? <laughs> uh, the Bengals have tied the Colts up on an Andy Dalton to A.J. Green touchdown play. 10-10 there. They have not reached the break yet. It's uh, a minute 13 to go. Colts have the ball trying to get something done there. Uh, the Buccaneers are trying to get something done with just a few seconds left on the clock. Now trailing to the Panthers, 10 to nothing. And yeah, I said it, 10 to nothing. Jameis Winston and company have got nothing going on offense. The Panthers are a very good defense, uh, but by the same token, it falls in line with everything that Buccaneers offense has been doing. They seem to be very slow starting. So far, Winston, 84 yards through the air. Uh, they uh, He's also lost a fumble. Mike Evans so far today. No catches, no yards. That's that. That's I mean, again, I know it's a good defense, but that's tough when your best player uh, just can't get anything going.
4: Yeah, it really is, and 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 Carolina's offense not exactly blistering the place, considering no. they're playing the uh, the worst defense in the NFC. I mean, that's uh, uh, and they're without a couple corners, Tampa, so they are actually playing pretty good defense. They're down ten nothing. They've got seven sacks on the year, is all. Uh, in Tampa but uh, you know you you look for Carolina just to keep running the ball like happened to them last week with the Bears against them
0: Falcons get a field goal right before the break and now trail at the jets 17 to 13. we talked a little bit about this earlier if you had asked about this game right before the season started you would have said Falcons and Jets oh my gosh the Falcons are going to win 45 to nothing but we've learned some things about these two teams since they got going and that is that the Falcons at least in our eyes, uh, they, they've, they've, you know, they've lost their swagger. They're not the same team they were last year. Uh, might they be suffering from a hangover? Maybe. And, and the jets are a viable NFL team. I don't think it's great. I don't think they're a playoff team. Uh, but you know, the, the forecasting of zero and 16 and all that, uh, they're halfway half away from getting to four and four and Josh McCown has two touchdowns and no turnovers today.
4: Yeah, that's, it's just amazing. I mean, Julio Jones has two catches for 21 yards. Uh, Yeah, you would have said Falcons by 40 uh, going into the season, but uh, it's amazing how hard the Jets are playing and and how uh, dysfunctional right now Atlanta looks.
0: All right, so halftime for most of these games. The Colts are trying to put some points on the board as they close in. 35 seconds to go, and they are at the Bengals' 37-yard line. With a first down, let's get Gascon in here, and he can give us everything that we don't know that's been going on out there, Dave.
3: And there's a whole lot going on. Most of these games are at halftime, as you guys mentioned. Colts and Bengals going at it from Cincinnati. On
6: grief and uh, Kamari Aiken go right. Brissett takes the snap, sets
5: up looks. He's going to throw to the back of the end zone. Touchdown, Jack Doyle. His second of the year, tenth of his career.
3: Colts Radio Network, that ballgame is tied at 10 apiece, under 30 seconds to play in the first half. Interesting note in this game, Jay Glazer had tweeted about 10 minutes ago that Andrew Luck started feeling some pain in his shoulder after throwing just a couple weeks ago, so he's seeking some further options to test out that shoulder to see why that sucker is in some pain. So we'll check the status on him as the weeks go along. Raiders and Bills in Buffalo right now. It is Buffalo leading 14-7. Chargers, Patriots. They're at the half. New England leads by a score of 15-7. Patriots got a safety, a field goal. Rob Gronkowski also a TD reception from two yards out. Tom Brady, 19 of 26, 191 yards, and also one TD. In Philadelphia,
6: Lynch under center on first down. He rolls, looks,
5: fires, complete, touchdown. Hurts his sixth of the season. Made it look
3: easy. That ball game is on Fox, and it's pushed to 17-0. ball game's at the end of the first half. Falcons trailing in New York to the Jets, as you guys just discussed. Josh McCown, 12 of 16, 115 yards, two TD passes. Robbie Anderson got one of them. Carolina leads in Tampa, 10-0 at the end of two quarters of play.
0: David, great stuff. Appreciate that. We are live in the GEICO Fox Sports Radio studios. Easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Geico.com, or you can call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. We'll get the fantasy ticker in about 15 minutes, let you know uh, who's helping you out today and who's not. But right now, someone's going to help us out. His name is Tom and He's going to be on the mic alongside Troy Aikman and Aaron Andrews on the Game of the Day on Fox Later on this afternoon, that's the Cowboys and Redskins. Always great when those logos and colors and everything get together. And uh, today is no exception. Tom, thanks so much for jumping on. Uh, You know, listen, we we seem to uh, ask the same question every week. And I wonder what your impressions have been being around the Cowboys this week. Uh, How is the Ezekiel Elliott constant news? uh, You know, how is it affecting this team?
7: I got to be honest with you. I asked uh, Jason Garrett about that yesterday, and, you know, he gave you the standard answer you're going to get from any coach that while they have him, you know, they're going to play him and ride the horse as long as they can. He's last, you know, two weeks. He's just been back to the Ezekiel Elliott we saw a year ago. Now, as we know, there's going to be a hearing tomorrow, and they don't know whether or not. You know, how that's going to, the outcome's going to be as far as that is concerned. And, you know, I asked him about Darren McFadden, who, again, is not active this week. He hadn't been active for a game all year long. He feels like he's ready to roll uh, if and when the time comes they need him to go along with Alfred Morris and Rod Smith, who's done a nice job in their backfield. But, you know, if he's concerned about it or thinking about it, obviously he's planning for it. But, you know, you'd never know in talking to him.
4: Yeah, that's really that's really amazing. Uh it's unfortunate that they have to deal with the situation. It's lingered for the whole year. Um you it, know feel like probably the weight of the world on that uh on Ezekiel's back. Uh it's a shame that that happened, but uh it'd be good if they could get some kind of clear, you know, uh ruling on it. You know, if, have it for next year or don't right. have it, you know, uh but it's tough. Uh, Jason's done a remarkable job of trying to keep the team focused and He's really bringing that team back, I think. Uh, After the bye week, they look like a different team. They went out there and crushed San Francisco, who's playing good football against everybody. They're just not winning. So uh, uh, it was great to see uh, the running game come on and the screen game, obviously, uh, with Elliott going for about 70 yards for a touchdown. But uh, the defense for, for the Cowboys with Sean Lee back, it's a totally different defense when he's playing, isn't it?
7: Oh, well, there's no doubt, Coach. You know, they, uh, there's a, a stat they have in the, in the Dallas uh, notes about, you know, with Sean Lee uh, on the field over the last three years or seven games or something over 500, they've not won a single game since 2015 when he has not played. Last week was the first week uh, all year long where they had their regular middle linebacker, Anthony Hitchens, at middle linebacker, and Lee moved back to the outside where he always has been. Uh, outside of a year here or a year there where they move them on the inside because of other injuries. But, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how that defense plays. I mean, in all fairness, and you know this, this, isn't one of those things that probably coaches make a big deal out of, but but reality is reality. They have not beaten a team with a winning record so far this year. You know, you look at the teams that they beat up on in their three wins, and I think they've won a combined four games. Uh, the teams they've lost to when they played them at the time all had a winning record. They lost all three games. Uh, and their defense gave up a lot of points and a lot of yards. So today is fascinating because of the situation with the Washington offensive line. I think most people feel, and Troy Aikman and I were talking about this yesterday, that you know, outside of the Cowboys' offensive line, you could make a very viable argument that the second-best offensive line in the NFL the last two or three years has been the Washington Redskins. And now all of a sudden they might be faced with the possibility of three of their starters being unavailable to play in this game today they're going to have a rookie center who's going to start for sure they might have a rookie guard who's never been in a game in a single snap in his NFL career at white guard and we'll wait and see what happens out of left tackle they've got a little bit of depth out there but you know their five-time pro bowl left tackle Trent Williams basically has had his knee held together by a brace for the last three weeks he hadn't practiced so you know, th- this would be a real challenge, I think, for the Dallas defense against a very good Washington offense. But without those three guys, I mean, you tell me—I'm sure that doesn't sound too good to Jay Gruden right now. <laughs>
4: yeah, no, I <laughs> yeah, think, so, yeah. I think especially with the pass rush that Dallas can get uh, with the league leader uh, Lawrence and Sacks, and then Irving who's yep. back. I mean, he's going to—it'd uh, be a tough draw when you break the huddle and you're that right guard. It's never played, and you turn around out of the huddle and you see the biggest guy you've ever seen in your life lining up against you. so uh, And that's what that Irving is. So that guy's going to have some nightmares getting ready to go against that at big athletic kid. So uh, I bet you Dallas is licking their chops, and this is a must-win for them. They need this one uh, to get right back in it. Yeah, yeah
7: but you know, I, I, and, and it might be coach speak. You would know better than I would, Coach, but, you know, Jay Gruden is pretty confident in these two young players. Now, we'll find out. I mean, we'll find out yep. in the first quarter of this game whether or not these guys are ready to play.
4: Well, he's got Bill Callahan yeah. there as the best offensive yep. of line coach in football, <laughs> and uh, he's done a lot of great things, so he's going to have to be on point uh, today, that's for sure.
0: Cowboys, yep. and, yeah, Cowboys and Redskins later today, Tom Brenham and Tom. Uh, you know, while we're on the Redskins also, wanted to ask you, uh, about what's going to happen with that receiving core. A little bit of an eyebrow raiser last week when Terrell Pryor did not start, did not get a lot of snaps, and uh, the coaching staff said, we expect that to continue. What's
7: going on there? I got to tell you, it's one of the great mysteries even to me after after meeting with Jay Gruden because I had the Redskins when they went out and played the Rams uh, the second week of the season, third week of the season, whatever it was. And, you know, they, they were not high on Dodson. And, you know, he, he only – what caught two passes his entire rookie year. I think he was on the field for 31 offensive snaps after a star-studded collegiate career, um, and they were very high on prior. Now, I don't know if there's something going on behind the scenes. You know, prior yesterday, I thought it was sort of a mysterious sort of, you know, move. Where I guess on his Instagram account, and I'm not on Instagram, but you know, reading the story about, <laughs> you know, how all of a sudden he's apologizing to, to the fans and to his teammates about. Um, you know, not being at his his very best in terms of his focus, nothing off the field, but focused playing. I mean, you know, I, I'm sure you guys have had a chance to be around Terrell Pryor. When this guy walks in a room, man, there aren't many cats that look like Terrell Pryor, right? And, and his story is just to me, you know, as, a, as an Ohio guy, an Ohio State fan. I mean, you know, to, to look at his journey, whether you like the guy or don't like like him, I. It's been an incredible journey for this guy to go from being cut by three teams as a quarterback to turn himself basically into, you know, Cleveland gave him one month to become a receiver. And he catches 77 passes for over 1,000 yards on a bad Browns seed a year ago. And what's happened here in D.C., I have no idea. Yeah. None whatsoever, because if there is a real story, and I'm not suggesting there is, but if there is a real story, nobody's talking about it.
0: Yeah, it's got to be something, uh, because I tell you what, yeah, he went, you're right, he went from a dominant-looking physical force to a guy that's just completely lost in this offense. We'll keep an eye on it. Hey, Tom, uh, great stuff.
7: We look forward to the game. All right, fellas, have a great weekend. Thanks for having me.
0: All right, there goes Tom Brenneman. He'll be with Troy Aikman, Aaron Andrews, Cowboys, Redskins, later this afternoon on Fox. Wild disappointment there, because, I mean, like he said, it sounds like he's uh, in the same boat Uh, fan of Terrell Pryor, fan of the story, fan of the game uh, that that he's been able to put on tape and, uh, and, you know, especially with Garcon leaving, uh, I expected maybe it to take a little time, new receiving core for Kirk Cousins, but by now, halfway through the season, I I thought Pryor would be able to do some really good things this year and it just hasn't happened.
4: Yeah, the strange thing with Pryor is, you know, he had all those numbers last year but at the end of the season, he did nothing for Cleveland. Uh, You know, so it's like this is this a emotional roller coaster this kid is and and obviously you don't see that when you see this you know great specimen of a receiver man this guy's going to be great you see him killing things you know the uh, in in training camp and in, in uh, mini camps and you're so excited about the kid and then you get to see him sometimes those emotional roller coasters they go off track and and it's like whoops you know what do we got here and and it's not good so. That kid's got to emotionally get back back into football. He's got all the talent in the world, but I'm sure that's what's happening with him right now.
0: With Rob Ryan, Mark Willard, Red Zone Radio, fantasy ticker coming up next, plus something just happened in New England that we don't see very often. We'll tell you about it coming up. Yeah. Uh, Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. See, this is the stuff that happens in Foxborough.
5: You <laughs> watched it.
0: You even admitted to me it off air. It must be a right? deflated the, football. Yeah, the, 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 the mystery. Somebody's doing something illegal. The officials are all on their side. Uh, just as the Chargers are running straight downfield after a missed field goal by Steven Gostowski, which you don't see very often. Boom. Rivers just drops the ball for no reason. It's a loss of 20, and now they're all the way backed up to midfield for third and 31. You blew it! Yeah. Gonna well, be tough here. He's gonna give it a shot downfield, basically throwing a hail mary into a bunch of guys. It's incomplete. You
4: gotta like Rivers for that because most of those guys, some of the quarterbacks, would just run it and throw it out of bounds on right. third and thirty-one. Rivers is trying to win the game. You know he doesn't care if it's picked off or not. He's jumping, he's throwing it up there to one of his tall receivers.
0: That's yes, Mike Williams, the rookie, uh, who yeah. had a who had a shot at it. Well, he had out, the hands on it, jump past Oof. everybody. Yeah, but, his uh, hands nice were there. Nice play
4: there by uh, the defensive back Richard.
0: Although when you're at the 50 yard line, third and 31, why not try for a 15 yard play and then kick right. a field goal?
4: Yeah, it'd be a, it'd be a long kick. They got the new yeah. kicker, but uh, yeah, they took their shot, wanted to see if the big kid could out him. He actually did. Uh, but the defender kind of face-guarded him, so he couldn't really see it.
0: Well, if nothing else, at least the Chargers offense just now gave their defense a rest. That was outside of halftime. Uh, that was the first time they have been off the field more than five minutes that I can remember the whole game.
4: Uh, it's unbelievable how good their defense is playing. I mean, really, he's done it. Gus Bradley's done a great job, and, and to think the middle linebacker's not in there either. So when he gets back, uh, they're going to be that much better.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, they've been doing uh, a fantastic job, and they've been out there a lot because even the Chargers scoring drive, remember, was a lickety split drive because Melvin Gordon took off for 87 yards. Boom, he's gone. Defense right back out on the field. So uh, they've done well to hold the Patriots to 15 points, and at this point, Chargers still very much in the game. 15 to 7 is the score there. Uh, opened up the second half in a lot of places, and the Raiders are turning the ball over again. Oh,
4: my God. I mean, it's how about fumbling the ball, you, you catch a punt, you slip and you fall. Then you say, you know what, instead of just staying down, you try to get up, get blasted by two guys, <laughs> fumble, like, are you kidding me? And, and you're fumbling on the 10-yard line. So, uh, you know, the Bills now third and 12. They went backwards on it, but, you know, shoot, that could give them a touchdown right there and... and Give them a two-score uh, lead, which is crazy.
0: Yeah, even which if they've not, already done. They probably will, even with a field goal. No we'll question, see. they're going to do Third and twelve it. play though is a throw to the end zone incomplete. Uh, Tyrod Taylor overthrowing his tight end by just a bit, but they are well within field goal range. And, Coach, as you mentioned, if they can nail it right here, still plenty of time. I mean, we're early third quarter, uh, but they can take a two-score lead on a cold day in Buffalo where Derek Carr and the offense haven't got much going.
4: Well, the crazy thing is it's like they don't have any awareness that the the conditions are are not, you know, good. They fumbled the ball on offense, they fumbled as a kick returner, and they fumbled now as a punt returner. So, uh, you know, the only thing is maybe, you know, if they intercept the ball they better watch out for fumbling, but – they don't intercept it so ever, so I don't have to. I don't think they have to worry about that. But you know, it's really a poor, poorly played game so
0: far by the Raiders. Jordan Howard just busted a nice run uh, to get the Bears out from deep in their own end, um, and so Howard gets the Bears. Uh, they were at their own three yard line, but a nice run there. He's gone up over seventy yards now on the day on the ground. Uh, he's also got eighteen yards through the air. We'll get the fantasy ticker in just a second. Uh, but the bears you know hanging around hanging around right. i mean it doesn't look good they're down yeah, 14 bears. to 3 uh, but their defense keeps them in football games as always
4: defense and running game i mean that's you know best thing they can do when this kid drops back to pass it hasn't been a good thing oh my god he missed a wide open yep. tariq cohen tariq cohen who's been playing a lot of slot receiver wow was he open terrible throw there by Trubisky. Overthrew him.
0: Yeah, but they do have the ball just across the 50, and I should say Howard now, uh, that run brought him to almost uh, the 100-yard mark. He's got 18 carries, 99 yards. Uh, I'm pretty impressed by Jordan Howard this year, mainly because you know defenses know when you're going to play oh, the Bears. It's like we can just absolutely stack the box and focus to. on Ho- Howard, and he's still putting up huge numbers. That's really good.
4: No, it's, it's impressive, and, and you know all he does is see eight-man boxes Every single, every single run that yep. he has. So uh, he's a talented back, but I'm sure that was the same last year for
0: him as well. All right, Patriots do get the ball back. Um, however, immediately go to third and 10, an incomplete pass, uh, and then the Chargers stuff the run on second down, so that defense continues uh, to give some fits to Tom Brady, 15-7, to the Patriots lead. Let's take a look at the top scorers out there. Fantasy Ticker, here we go.
1: Time for the Fox Sports Fantasy Ticker.
0: All right, Coach. You tell me again. You know the game. You stop me when I get to one of your players. These are the top guys so far (laughs) for week eight. Oh, boy. I mean, let's give you first the big players out of the early London game. Jarek McKinnon with uh, 50 yards on the ground, a touchdown, 72 yards in the air game. Another nice game for him, 26 points. Adam Thielen, five catches, 98 yards and a touchdown. Can you
4: imagine that Thielen kid's leading the NFC in yardage I as mean, a receiver? And, and
0: still not getting a whole
4: lot of pub about it. No, I mean, he's leading the NFL in yardage. That's unbelievable.
0: The, the quarterback situation that he's had there, Bradford, and then Keenum, yep. and Keenum and Bradford, maybe Bridgewater, uh, but he's been consistent. Isaiah Crowell, finally a nice game. 64 yards on the ground and a touchdown. 54 yards receiving as well. Okay. Any of these guys? Jack Doyle for the Colts. You got him, Coach? Uh no. No, okay. Jack Doyle, <laughs> seven catches, sixty-seven yards and a touchdown. The I Colts
4: T. Y. Hilt. There you they, go. Uh, he's a he's a he's a uh, you know a bluff. maybe I, yeah, I they don't, don't they I don't use
0: him. <laughs> I don't see him on this he's list. He's
4: setting up
7: Doyle.
0: Uh Mark Ingram, nice game again for the Saints. He's been really consistent. Ingram, 49 yards on the ground, a touchdown, 30 yards. Through the air. Melvin Gordon has that 87 yard touchdown run for the Chargers. So he's over 100 yards at 112 and a touchdown, even though he's got that bum foot. 17 points for him so far. Uh, let's talk about Austin Hooper now. Do you have Austin Hooper?
4: uh Yeah, he's on the bench.
0: Okay, he's on the bench. Oh boy, yeah. Austin Hooper, four catches. I got Jimmy Graham ready to go. 47 yards and a touchdown for the Falcon who trail. 17-13 to 13 against the Jets. Speaking of those Jets, Josh McCown, nice game so far. 115 yards to the air, two touchdowns, and no turnovers. Joe Mixon is having a nice game, although it's not really in the running game. Just 16 yards on the ground, but he's got two catches for 83 yards. Uh, and then there's Brady, 191 yards and a touchdown. You got Brady, right? I do have Brady. There you go. We Finally got, got we somebody. We got somebody. It's Tom
4: uh, Brady. He needs to throw some touchdowns, you know, and uh... – all these field goals and missed field goals, that's not him. He needs to throw a touchdown. Tom Brady could do that. Tom
6: Co- Brady could do that. He
4: could do that.
0: Carson Wentz can do that, too. 123 yards and a touchdown for him. Oh, a the catch Eagles, for the Bears. Yeah, look at that. Is he in the end zone? He's in the uh, end that's zone. That's a touchdown for the Bears. We said uh, Mitchell Trubisky, the uh, the tribute song earlier this week, let him throw. They did, and the Bears are in. And the kids hurt, though, the it, big tight ends. Is hurt. that Zach Miller? I believe it is. That's Zach Miller, who's still down, but he did make the catch. And a touchdown for the Bears. Beautiful catch. My gosh. Brought that thing in with one hand uh, and then went down. We'll check on his health in just a moment. That's the fantasy football ticker here on Red Zone Radio. We've reached our halftime of sorts, um, and uh, we're moving into the second half of this early session. So we'll get you up to date. We told you the Patriots were facing a third and long in their own zone, uh, but Tom Brady can do that. Yeah, so, he uh, could drive the
4: length of the yeah, field Tom on Brady you in a second. Yeah. Tom
0: Brady could do that. Tom Brady did do that, and the Patriots have the ball in Chargers territory. More coming up, Red Zone Radio. Andy Dalton has the Bengals on the move. Phillip Rivers and the Chargers are trying to hang in this game, and the Buccaneers might actually score in their game. Those are some of the headlines as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Geico.com. For a free rate quote, and coming up shortly, Jeff Allen from Las Vegas joins in with a free selection. With Rob Ryan, Mark Willard, we are watching Andy Dalton and the Bengals, a team that, based on forecasts, was supposed to just have a party out there today at home against the Indianapolis Colts, who can't defend the pass. Uh, but so far, the Colts are somehow winning that game Dalton does have the Bengals on the move right now. He's approaching the 200-yard mark throwing. Uh, but right now, 13-10, to 10, Jacoby Brissett and company off of a turnover and a touchdown pass to Jack Doyle. Uh, they've got the lead in that game. Although the big story around the Colts today is that it looks like uh, they're inching closer and closer to the possibility of sitting Andrew Luck out for the rest of the year.
4: Well, I mean, shoot, if they listened to our show like they should, they would have <laughs> realized that you had him out for the entire season from week one. So, uh, there's no way he's going to play. Uh, they have nothing to play him for. Uh, that team's not any good. They're, they're probably going to lose today against uh, Cincinnati, who just now took the lead on him. Uh, you know that He's not going to play. They're, they're playing for the future. Um, and you know who could blame them their 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 defense is so bad that uh, this is the best they've ever played and and they're getting they just give them another touchdown so uh they got a lot of work to do and and i know the new
0: gm's going to have to clean house yep somebody named josh malone just caught that touchdown from andy dalton got to confess never heard of him but okay uh congratulations on the touchdown the bengal's have moved ahead of the colts uh by a score of 17 to 13 now what do you see with this chargers offense that's back in Patriots territory again, with a third and three, they now trail eighteen to seven. They're moving the ball; they just haven't been able to really get any points on the board well, today, Coach.
4: Well, they hit a wide open receiver here, who's probably going to score. Yes, he is. Although a flag uh, of on the play, there's a flag. Travis so.
0: Benjamin going across the middle with there's, a touchdown, but Rivers is <laughs> River, <laughs> <laughs> there. Goes Rivers with hey, his hands out to the refs. I'm surprised
4: his helmet's still on. <laughs> there's been more uh, penalty, you know, penalties taking touchdowns away. All over the place. I just don't see it, but uh, must have been an untimely penalty. They they get those in Foxborough. Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) that was. They probably
4: saw that kid coming wide open and figured, hey, that's enough. Okay, looks like they're going to call. Is that Mike Williams?
0: Yeah. Well, no, that's your Travis Benjamin. Benjamin. They're going to call a pick play with Tyrell Williams going across the middle, getting in the way of Travis Benjamin's guy, and that's why Benjamin was so wide open.
4: Right. Well, hey, maybe there's a little truth to that, but, uh, you know, they caught him, that's for sure.
0: All right, sets up a third and 13 now back at their own 49 for the Chargers. See if they can uh, convert this and get something on the board. Again, they've moved the ball nicely when they've got it. They've just not had it very much. Hate the penalties. Yeah, Melvin Gordon with an 87-yard touchdown run, the only score of the game. Look at that pass. Although Rivers, oh, oh, it was a perfect pass, but Tyrell Williams could not hang on and so the Chargers are going to have to kick this one away again and trailing by two scores down by 11. You
4: can't throw a better pass than that. He, no. had, he had two people right in his face. He hung in there, took the hit, plays oh, a perfect pass on uh, Tyrell Williams' hands and face mask, and they just dropped.
0: Yep, he had it in the hands, and then the defenders got there. They were able to kind of jog it loose. And so the Chargers will kick it away and starting to run out of time, only two and a half minutes to go in the third quarter there. Uh, see if they can uh, get something going. Trailing the Patriots, eighteen to seven, the Buccaneers are on the board, Coach. There, They're on the board. Go. S- them, yeah, Second they, half. Yeah, they got. <laughs> woo! They got a field goal. I
4: mean, God, five, me.
0: five minutes Yay. to go, third quarter. But it must be something in
4: the water. With you know Tampa, Miami, all those teams out there, they just can't score in the
0: first half. Ten to three, Panthers lead the Buccaneers. Total defensive struggle, but this reminds me of the way the Bucks looked when they played the Patriots on Thursday night. Remember, everyone said, oh, man, Jameis Winston's going to have a field day against that Patriots defense. Didn't really happen. Entered the fourth quarter with less than 100 yards passing, but then ended up having over 200 yards in the fourth quarter alone. Uh, Same spot here, down 10-3. He's only got 98 yards through the air, uh, but... Who knows? Maybe turns it on in the fourth quarter?
4: Right, and you think about it. They did it against the Bills last week. They did. I mean, you know, he finished with 340 yards passing, and he had 90 after three quarters. So uh, they end up getting 17-point swing just to turn it over in in the game to to lose it in the last drive. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's strange. I mean, I guess, you know, he gets a good feel for it or something going during the game, but he's got to start faster than this. This is every week. And I know he's playing with a bad shoulder, but uh, you know this—it just—it's just just crazy how how history just keeps repeating itself for Tampa and for Miami.
0: Philadelphia with a field goal, they are now up by 20 against the uh, San Francisco 49ers, 20 to nothing there. Falcons get a field goal a little bit past the midway point of the third quarter. They still trail, but now only by one against the Jets, 17 to 16. Let's go to this Buffalo game. Uh, They're continuing to do exactly what you said. That's their formula at the beginning of the game. It's unbelievable. It's not sustainable, or is it? I mean, it it keeps happening. They keep going to
4: church and all that. I mean, they've got (laughs) Leslie Frazier, Sean McDermott, great Christian guys, good people, and and I promise you they're hitting their knees begging for them turnovers because they're getting them. And, uh, you know, it it is amazing. It's amazing how uh, Oakland – has as, as fumbled on offense, fumbled on kickoff return, fumbled on punt return.
0: They got four you know, fumbles in this now game. they just they,
4: give they, up a big, huge run to McCoy. I mean, yeah. this team just doesn't look you right. Play. They had the huge emotional win to try to get back in the hunt and then to come out here, and they're just laying an egg out here in the bad conditions in Buffalo.
0: Yeah, and they trail 20-7, to seven and uh, remember, their seven came on the opening drive. and They just yeah. went right down the field without any trouble at all, and since then – They've gotten nothing going. They've fumbled four times. They've lost two of them. Derek Carr has thrown an interception. Trail now 20-7. to Tyrod Taylor doesn't even have 100 yards through the air. Uh, but, again, doing it with the turnovers and defense has been plenty so far in this game. You know, you mentioned that game 10 days ago where they get the emotional win over the Chiefs. I wondered a little bit if that was fool's gold. The Chiefs' secondary... Uh, is is not very good they rely on pass rush and on that particular night they didn't touch Derek Carr no, they, they couldn't get to him and so Carr was able to pick him apart uh, but there was obviously I don't want to call it fluky but I mean it's a game the Chiefs led most of the night and then the Raiders snuck in with a you know phenomenal finish and uh, and got a touchdown on the last play and, and won the football game but I think there was a feeling coming out of that of like oh okay the Raiders are back healthy again. I, I, I'm not. I'm not too sure yet if they
5: are.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's just it's strange. They're playing these poor pass defenses, uh, you know. But they've got to do more than this. They've got 179 yards passing against the Bills, and you know they need to do more than that. Other teams are averaging 280 yards against them, so they need to pick it up. And, and look, there's enough time in the game to get it done. Yep. They need to stop here, you know, get them off the field. They toss it to that huge fullback who plays halfback for. uh uh Tolbert, who used to be a fullback now you know been around a long time. he's playing halfback back tossing to him, but now there's a hold, so this is a time, jump all over. How about get your first interception of the year here against Tyrod Taylor and turn the game around? uh you know they're not playing bad defense, but they need turnovers they've they've had too many on offense. You need to start generating some on on defense
0: with Rob Ryan, Mark Willard, Ted Ginn is returning a punt as we speak close to midfield. Uh, that's where the Saints will take over, already leading the Bears fourteen to six. Meantime, the Patriots just converted deep in their own zone on a third and ten. It's something Tom Brady has done a lot of, not only in his career but especially today. What does that say about a defense? I wonder if you've ever, uh, you know, maybe worked with a defense that struggled with this. They've been really good on first down. They've been really good on second down. They've not been very good on third down.
4: Yeah, I, you know, I think third down is its own entity. I mean, you have to study third down. Uh, you have to design pass rushes to get there uh, to the quarterback to force him uh, you know off the off the field or get him off the spot and uh, so yeah you know generally you you know it is a different game first and second down is a different game in the NFL than third down is, and uh, right now they're giving Brady too many conversions and it, it's just not good.
0: Saints will get twelve yards on the first play of that drive and move into Bears territory, although there is a flag down. Uh, Bills, with the ball on offense, have nice. moved the ball. Huge
4: conversion yeah, for them. Yeah,
0: they've moved the ball now into Raiders' territory, uh, and they're only maybe a couple of first downs away from putting another score on the board, uh, which could potentially even put them up by three scores would put this one away.
4: Oh, it certainly would. And, and the way Houska's uh, kicking the ball, they probably just need one first down.
0: Yeah, he's been uh, quietly one of the best special teams players uh, in football this year, also watching this Carolina team that's trying to get something going, trying to get a little separation on the Bucks hasn't worked. It's been a total defensive battle. What have you seen out of that Panthers backfield? They're trying. I now see at least trying to do some different things like the Chiefs do to create space for Christian McCaffrey, and and you know while he's catching a lot of balls, he's very involved. He really hasn't put up the yardage, kind of taken over games at times like I think they hoped he would as the number eight overall draft pick. What do you see from right. that running game, that offense in general?
4: Well, right now it's, it's the worst in football. I, it, you know, and traditionally it's been the best. So uh, I like the things that they're trying to do to try to get back to some of their old running game with all the uh, zone reads and, and the loaded options. Uh, they're going to need to do that because that's something that cam's good at that's something that they know how to block and, and they do it better than you know most people so uh, they need to get that done for sure and and uh you know right now they just 64 yards rushing today and that's actually pretty decent for them
0: incredible third and 2 conversion on a run by Tyrod Taylor he got out of the pocket and just an amazing escape job however there's a flag on the play ed hocalese is holding on the bill so it's going to be Third and 12 coming up for Buffalo. Huge play for the Raiders' defense here. Just under four minutes to go third quarter, and they trail by 13, 20-7. to seven. So they need to stop, as you said, to get the ball back right here. Third and 12, and you know Taylor really well. You know, quarterback right. that has that kind of escapability on a third down, what are you doing defensively to stop that kind of play that we just saw?
4: Well, the biggest thing is you have to keep him in the pocket. If if you can keep uh, Tyrod in the pocket, you're in great shape. But but if you can't, if you want to turn a, a rush loose, you have to send five guys after him uh, and keep everybody in the lane, or you can have a four man rush, but you have to have a mirror concept built into it. Uh, you know, which which is more effective against Tyrod. So. Uh, you know, throwing throwing from the oh, well is is oh, usually oh. not his cup of tea. Well, but if you don't cover anybody yeah, you, like that's a that's, gigantic play. There's nobody uh, near the receiver. Yeah. You gotta wonder what in the heck the will happened to the coverage.
0: Uh, well, yeah, obviously he thought he had help and the he did. Safety didn't.
4: goes inside, there's nobody outside. Oh my god. A colossal bust here and and they're going to lose the game on this coverage here. That's two huge third and long conversions in a row for the Buffalo Bill offense, throwing the football to Holmes, who used to play for the
0: Raiders. That's right. Holmes gets the big catch downfield. Taylor was able to stay in the pocket that time, do his thing, makes the throw, although a really good throw, and that would have been a touchdown because the guy was absolutely by himself, oh, Yeah, threw it to the sideline a little bit too much. He's able to make the catch and fall out of bounds. Uh, so the Bills are now set up in the red zone. LaShawn McCoy with a run there on first down, and he looks like he's in a little bit of pain after that tackle. Um, but uh, the Bills are set up nicely. Looks like we've got an interception here uh, by the uh, by the Chicago Bears, which is it? Boy, I think we that keep... was a fumble. Was it a fumble? Yeah, they keep got hit in the around.
4: pocket and the, looked like that Atlanta play when uh, uh, the Bills hit him and the ball went forward. So the ball goes forward, and they pick up a, a fumble or an or incomplete pass.
0: Yeah, although Breeze looks like he's staying on the field. I'm not sure if there's a penalty. We'll get up to date on what's going on here. His arm was hit um, as it was coming forward. I see. Maybe the Bears thought it was a fumble. Right. I'm looking at this, though. That arm is definitely coming forward, right. uh, and they're going to call that an incomplete pass. All right. It's week eight in the NFL, and these games are in the fourth quarter and coming down the stretch. We will bring it all to you coming up next, Red Zone Radio.
5: Hey, sports fans, this is the world champion handicapper Jeff Allen from Las Vegas. Sunday, 4 p.m. Eastern Report against the spread. Free selection, Houston, Seattle in just a second. But how about Jeff Allen Sports? NFL run 27-3, 90% winners on Red Hot. Critical information just released. Washington, Dallas, NFC East, lock of the year. And it's yours free on a recorded message. Call 1-800-870-2283. The total to parlay plus Houston, Seattle, Pittsburgh, Detroit. Free recorded message. 1-800-870-2283. My guarantee. you win the lock. Washington, Dallas. Go 5-0 free, 5-0 free or the season free. Call 1-800-870-2283. Houston at Seattle. Seahawks favored by 5, total 45. Deshaun Watson for Houston, 3-2 and two as a starter, 15 touchdowns, 5 picks, but adding the run dimension at 7 yards per carry. For Seattle, winners of 3 straight, Wilson getting it done with a weak offensive line. The defense giving up just 12 points per game last 3. Houston 4-1 and one against the spread coming off the bye week. Seattle 6-2 and two against the number last 8 at home, head coach Pete Carroll. over the total non-conference games. Two mobile quarterbacks. I like this game over for a small play. The big play, Washington-Dallas lock of the year by 17. Four best bets to go 5-0 3 5-0 3 or the season free. Call 1-800-870-2283. Are you tired of losing? I will crush your man today. Washington-Dallas is a lock. Houston-Seattle, Pittsburgh-Detroit, Poll-free message, 1-800-870-2283. The guarantee, Washington-Dallas Game of the Year, lock winner, yours free, 5-0 free or the season free. Call now, 1-800-870-2283 or go to VegasCovers.com. All right. Willard
0: Ryan, what's going on? Red Zone Radio, we're coming down the stretch here, week eight. What does it mean when Geico... Says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. The 49ers have a touchdown. But guess what? The Eagles have another one. It is 27-7. The Eagles lead in front of the 49ers. That's the exact same score that the Bills can now claim over the Raiders. The Raiders took the opening drive for a score, Coach. Went up seven nothing. They've been beaten twenty seven to nothing since that point.
4: They're getting outplayed. They're getting outhit. They're getting outcoached. I mean, it, it's uh, it's a bad look right now. It's uh, it's shocking after such a great performance against Kansas City. Uh, you know, come out and just stink up the joint, which they are. They're getting outplayed, outhit uh, in in this entire game.
0: Upset alert in Cincinnati as the Bengals now trail again against the Colts and just fumbled. So the Colts now have the ball again in Cincinnati territory, leading twenty to seventeen. This is another team now that they're messing up all their their uh their tanking efforts here. <laughs> uh, they want one of those high picks. They can trade it, bring Andrew Luck back next year. Everything will be going well, but uh they're threatening to win a football game today in Cincinnati, coach. Well,
4: there's still a whole quarter left. Yes, and, there is and uh, you know, I'm I'm sure they'll find a way.
0: Uh the uh, Carolina Panthers have just picked off Jameis Winston on a batted ball. Uh, There's going to be a review there to see if it was indeed a catch, but the call on the field is a pick, and the Panthers' defense has been dominant 10-3. They continue to lead that one. Now, did the Chargers just score against the Patriots? Uh, Yes, they did. Travis Benjamin, and that was after Stephen Gostowski's second missed field goal of the day.
4: No, it's Mr. Automatic. is not Mr. Automatic today. He's... uh, He's missed two, and and they've been bad misses. Like you know, They're not just hitting the uprights. They're missing.
0: Uh, so don't go away on that one yet. Phillip Rivers to Travis Benjamin. It's 18-13. The Chargers will go for two. Try to make this a three-point game with eight and a half minutes to go. We'll bring that one to you. Rivers out of the shotgun. He throws mm-hmm. incomplete. Was looking for his old pal Antonio Gates. Didn't find him. So the Chargers will still trail by five. Eight and a half minutes to go in that one. But... They have found a way to stay in this game, and what an underrated job by their defense today. I thought this was oh. going to be a great fantasy game. It hasn't really been, but when you consider the Patriots have a safety, that's not their fault. That means the Patriots have only been allowed 16 points by the Charger defense. Uh, that defense has been out there constantly on the field, and they've continually kept Brady out of the end zone, forced Gostowski to kick, and he's missed twice.
4: No, I mean, it, it's, it's a remarkable job, and and they're not relying on the on the sacks and and all that. They've only had uh, uh, one of those, I believe. So uh, what a great game uh, that the Chargers uh, – oh, they've had three. They've okay. got three all sacks right, so, on Brady, yeah. So but, they are getting to them a little bit little now bit. in the second half. But, uh, you know, they're doing a remarkable job. And, look, this is right there. It's ugly, but it's only five points. Yep. And uh, that's exactly how Anthony Lynn wants
0: it. Plenty of time left in that one, but the Patriots will get the ball back first, 18-13. New England leading the Chargers, eight and a half to go. Falcons have just taken their first lead of the day. As uh, Matt Ryan hits Mohamed Sanu for a touchdown, they go in front of the Jets. I think they went for two. They didn't get it. Uh, so it's a 22-17 to lead for the Falcons over the Jets. 12-22 left to go in that game. Josh McCown came out on fire, throwing the ball all over the field. Hasn't turned the ball over today. Has two touchdown throws, but in the second half, uh, they've really uh, they've really put the clamps down on him so far.
4: Well, I mean, this is a four-quarter game, and and uh, look, Atlanta's lost some leads before, so this one's far from over, and and uh, no one's telling the Jets that you know they're they're tanking.
0: Meantime, the Saints get a field goal from Will Lutz that went off the upright and through. Uh, and it's huge because they're now up by two scores against the Bears at the 12-minute mark of that game, 17 to six. And I don't know that an 11-point lead has ever ever felt larger uh, than right. this one does right now. Yeah, the Bears' offense just is not dynamic.
4: No, they're terrible. And Zach Miller made an unbelievable catch for a touchdown, but somehow got that call back, and he blew his knee out on the same same play. So uh, uh, it's going to be tough for these guys to score. Uh, they've got a good running game. They've they've run the ball well. But now you're down by 11. You have to rely on the rookie to throw, and and that's not going to be good for them.
0: Well, and the Saints, uh, who stand to win this game, are on their way to five and two, and in first place in the NFC South. And uh, no one would have guessed this, but you know, you were just talking a minute ago about who's really looking good in the NFC, especially with the Aaron Rodgers injury. There's there's not much going on there. Uh, the Eagles obviously look good, and they're on their way to seven and one. Uh but the Saints are, are are probably the next team you'd mention.
4: Oh, no question they are. They've been playing great and and great on defense as well. Here's Kamara just makes yet another play on a switch route, and he, they got him isolated with a linebacker. Good luck with that. <laughs> but uh, you know they they're explosive. Obviously, offensively they're fantastic, but their defense has done great too the last five weeks. So. This, this looks like the team to beat to
0: me. Now, there are a couple of records out there that you wouldn't say, wow, they seem dynamic, but their records are dynamic. I mean, quietly, that win in London earlier today, the Vikings are 6-2. and two.
4: Right. No, it's, it's amazing. They, uh, Case Keenum, who wasn't good enough to do anything with the Rams right. last year, is doing a nice job for the Vikings, and, and uh, he's, he's playing more of the Alex Smith role. He's going to you know manage the game, play great defense, and the only difference is they can't run the ball. Uh, you know which which might get them in the end, but uh, they do have a great defense there, and and Keenum is doing a nice job of protecting the
0: football. And the Rams, of course, deserve a mention. They're off today, but they stand at five and two right now. Uh, Seahawks four and two, and will host Houston later today. All right, it's week eight National Football League, and down the stretch we come for the early session. Let's get Gascon in here and up to, uh, get the updates for everything. What's up, Dave? We
3: got Major League Baseball today too, gentlemen. Oh, so. I forgot about that. Yeah, That's right. How world Series. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's Red
0: Zone Radio. There's no Red Zone in uh, baseball. There, <laughs> yeah, right? listen,
3: I gotta, I gotta talk to you guys about what's, what's trending around <laughs> the world of sports. No, this
0: is, this is a sexy of a baseball game as baseball has to offer. There's yeah. no question.
3: You having fun this World Series, Mark? Oh, it's. Pretty It's
0: fantastic. Honestly, like the last two World Series, what they they can offer that baseball doesn't usually offer is that these are watchable no matter who your team is. And baseball has a hard time with that. But the Cubs winning, and now this one, which is just – Goliath against Goliath. It's been really good.
3: Yeah, I, even going back a few years when Bumgartner was just a, a one-man wrecking yeah. crew, you're just like, is this guy ever going to run out of gas? And so you wanted to see him go for as many innings as he possibly could for the Giants. Um, anyways, going back to the NFL real quick, Buffalo's in control of the Raiders right now, 27-7, in large part because of the turnovers. Car
5: takes the snap, dumps it off over the middle again. This time, the pass! Is broken up, and it is intercepted. Matt Milano on the run at the 25-20, 10-yard line, 5-yard line. Touchdown! 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 Matt Milano, touchdown Buffalo! The pass was broken up. It popped into the air right into the arms of the rookie. Matt Milano scores the touchdown, and the Bills take the lead.
3: Yeah, pick six right there, but DeAndre Washington was just connected with Derek Carr. now as the Raiders pending a PAT. There's still 11 minutes to go in this fourth quarter, so watch out there. Colts leading the Bengals in Cincinnati, 20-17. Jacoby Brissett, 21-30, 197 yards, two TDs. One of them goes to Jack Doyle, who's got 94 yards receiving. Chargers are making it a game. They're within 5, 18-13. Travis Benjamin had a TD grabbing this one. Two-point conversion did fail. Atlanta Falcons, they've woken up a little bit. Jets bring four.
5: Ryan up in the pocket. Matt with time. Now going to look, throw, and it's caught. Sanu on the back line. Touchdown, Atlanta.
3: Conversion failed there, but Atlanta leads 22-17. Kelvin Benjamin, a 25-yard touchdown reception just seconds ago. This game is on Fox, and Carolina leads at Tampa Bay 17-3. Philadelphia Eagles taking on San Francisco. Wince takes the
6: snap. He's back. He is floating it for Jeffrey, who has it. And a at the to ten five touchdown, Elshon Jeffrey.
5: He broke away from Lethispoon.
3: Eagles Radio Network. they up twenty-seven to seven. And one note in Major League Baseball: away from the World Series, guys. Oakland A's Bruce Maxwell has been arrested in Scottsdale, Arizona, after a female food delivery person alleged that he pointed a gun at her. He has been booked on charges of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and disorderly conduct. If you do recall. Maxwell is the lone player in Major League Baseball this year to take a knee during the National Anthem to protest racial injustice.
0: Yeah, he's also a guy that, remember, just reported about a week ago that there was a server, I think maybe was it down in Alabama, yeah, Dave, yeah. that would not serve him at right. a restaurant when he identified that he was the guy uh, kneeling during the National Anthem. Yeah, There's been a uh, topsy-turvy couple of weeks for him. Uh, all right, Dave, thanks very much. Appreciate that. Uh, Lots going on in these games. Mark Ingram has just fumbled as the Saints were trying to put the finishing touches on the Bears, but the Bears have the ball back. There's that defense making turnovers happen. They're still down by 11 with only 7.5 to go, uh, but hanging around, hanging around um, as the Saints were in the red zone and looking to put that one away. The Colts have just kicked a field goal. They're up on the Bengals now by 6, 11-21 to go, 23-17. The Colts lead in Cincinnati, and the Chargers have the ball. Coach, here they come. They're down by five in New England, and they've got the ball.
4: Yeah, this this is impressive. I mean, uh, you know, Brady's thrown for the quietest three hundred yards I've ever seen. <laughs> right. But uh, uh, man, this is great. This this is uh, right. is a Chargers type of game. Every game goes to the end. Uh, they lost That's the first right. four, That's right. but then they won the last three. So uh, look, Anthony Lynn's got this team playing. It's it's ugly. It's hard to watch. But they're right in it. They're down by five with the ball. Right. That, you'll take that every time in the fourth quarter against the Patriots.
0: Live Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to save. 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Geico.com or 800-947. Auto only hard part. Figuring out which way is easier. Yeah, you're right. And the effect on the AFC West uh, as the Chargers are about to embark on this drive is large. I mean, the Chiefs have lost two games in a row. The Raiders look like they're about to lose again. And if the Chiefs were to go ahead and win the Monday night or hosting Denver tomorrow night, which you would expect them to do, you never know, Uh, but if they can get their ship righted, um, they're firmly in control still. It looked like everything was tightening up, but if the Chiefs win tomorrow night, the Raiders lose. If the Chargers lose in New England, the Chiefs are firmly in control. But if the Chargers can do something with this drive, they can really make a stand in that division.
4: Oh, it'd be amazing because it's going to have to be a ninety-yard drive, uh, but hey, here we go. They yep. get the, they get the run for four yards. They're they're going and and uh, we'll see what Rivers can do. He, he's uh, he's been good today. He hasn't thrown a pick, and and that's a good thing for him. So uh, here we go. Eighteen uh, thirteen. Shoot, this is a heck of a heck of a deal here for uh,
0: for the Chargers. Second and five from their own fourteen-yard line, and the clock is ticking towards six and a half minutes. So not a factor. Everyone's got their timeouts, and uh, Hunter Henry's going to make a third catch one. that is just a yard, maybe even just a half yard shy of a first down. So it'll be third and a half yard for the Chargers. Again, they're deep in their own zone, but six and a half to go, trailing by five we will keep you up to date on that drive for sure. The Jets have just gotten a field goal, so now 842 to go in that game. The Falcons' lead is just two, 22-20. The Jets continue uh, to certainly be just a game football team, like they they're 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 up for the challenge each week. It looks like they're not going to win them all. They're going to grab some, but you know, again, to our surprise, that's a competitive football team. Oh this year. man, I
4: mean, look, they they're down by two to the Falcons. I mean, that's uh, there's eight forty two left in that game. So shoot, if they can get a stop, they get the ball back. Who knows?
0: Chargers do convert on that third down, so new set of downs. Yeah, that was a at, big first down yeah, for them at their own twenty four. Now, uh, Philip Rivers will have. Um, have the ball first and 10 empty backfield on this first down play. Uh, Rivers will throw out to the flat and uh, find Travis Benjamin out there. That'll just be a gain of a couple. Uh, meantime, Mitch Trubisky is going to be forced uh, to go to the air now. And uh, he's down 17 to six has the ball after the fumble picked up by the bears seven and a half to go put a young quarterback in this situation. They're not used to stretching the field. What, what, what can yeah. he do here?
4: <laughs> well, that's not going to be easy for him because, uh, Look, the, the uh, Saints blitz more than anybody in the league, and I'm sure they're going to blitz this rookie quarterback, but he's uh, he's trying to make a play up the seam. Good thing he's lucky he never got that one picked
0: off. Um, also, the Bengals mm-hmm. right now are looking at a leverage drive. As they uh, are down by six, the clock is uh, headed toward the 11-minute mark. They've got the ball in their own end, but a couple of first downs here, and they're on the move, uh, and you'd think – this is one of those things. You know, Dalton has moved the ball well today for the Bengals, but they've turned it over a couple of times. Uh, the Colts have been opportunistic in that way, but you still have to like Andy Dalton's chances against this Colts defense to maybe go get something right here. You
4: do, but, you know, especially since they're about the worst in football. But uh, look, you know, you turn the ball over, bad teams can beat you when you turn the ball over. Uh, so, Dalton, we'll yeah. See.
0: Dalton right now the is also going right to take there. a sack on first down. <laughs> That's a loss of five. Uh, so, a second down coming up. Um, and also, and now what do you do here, Coach? It's fourth and eight for the Chargers. Oh, you just gotta like punt that, you got to punt it, right? Definitely got to punt There's the ball. There's just yep. under five minutes to go. They've got all their timeouts. Uh, so, uh, Phillip Rivers was looking at an open receiver to convert uh, the first down, but the ball got tipped at the line, uh, and that ends that drive just like that. So, Chargers are going to have to lean on that defense one more time. Yeah,
4: and they need to lean on this punter. This punter's hit some big punts. Uh, especially last week, so they need a they need a good fifty yarder here to launch it out of there. And make sure they don't give up a f- uh, field goal.
0: Yeah, that's Drew Kayser, who actually uh, did. You realize that he had such a good punt last week. It ended up on Golf Digest uh, because <laughs> really? Drew Kays- Well, Drew Kayser's celebration after a nice punt is to uh, is to give the golf swing. And uh, so Drew Kayser actually ended up as a video on Golf Digest after a big punt last week.
4: That's pretty impressive <laughs> and getting the win. So he, he had right. to be pretty happy about that.
0: All right. He did get off a good punt. Uh, short return uh, for the Patriots. Tom Brady and company will take over. The Chargers are going to try to get the ball back, and we'll let you know exactly what happens coming up in just a moment. On All right. We're looking at two big pieces of news in Foxborough. Mark Willard, Rob Ryan, Red Zone Radio geico fox sports radio studios two players went down injured on the same play one was kyle emmanuel for the chargers but he just got up and ran off he is going to the tent for a look meantime though chris hogan the wide receiver for the patriots is now up and walking off but he's holding his arm and his shoulder the exact same way aaron Rodgers was when he left the field two weeks ago
4: yeah it doesn't look good and that Man, that's a, uh, an injury that they can't use. They've got so many receivers hurt. That that would be a devastating blow to them. And I know they'll just go next man up, but I don't know if they got a
0: guy on their roster to play wide out now. Yeah, Who, huge play here, third and Maybe five. Maybe Calvin Johnson. From, <laughs> from the from the Chargers 21, and is going to run off sides. Wow. Oh, uh, the no-brainer wow. got him. Wow. That's what
4: they call no-brainer. You yep. give him a hard count, and you jump off sides, and – doesn't take any kind of brain to jump off sides. That is not like that kid. He plays so hard. Oh, that would
0: be a terrible, terrible call. Gosh, if this is enough for a first down, it's third and five, but it was third oh, and four and a half or third and five look and a like half. a hard count. It looks oh, like he just man. tried
4: to anticipate the snap.
0: That is a tough one because the Chargers trail by five. There's only 321 to go. Uh, this is not enough for a first down, but now it's only third and a half yard. Their hope here is to hold the Patriots to a field goal and then be down by eight and get the ball back. Uh but yeah. at a minimum, as Tom Brady sneaks Brady for the first down. Does always yeah. does, at a minimum, uh, even if they still hold him to a field goal, that probably just took another minute and a half off the clock.
4: Oh, no question. That's that's a terrible penalty to get and and uh you know, it never gave him the first down, but now with Brady sneak, they got they got four more downs.
0: Meanwhile, Tariq Cohen has gone in for a touchdown for the Bears making it a 17-12 to 12 game. No doubt a two-point conversion try coming up, just under four minutes to go in New Orleans. Uh, and Mitch Trubisky uh, found somehow some way to take his scrambling. team on a two-minute drill he here. A
4: fifty fifty 50-yard scramble, scrambled again, and he did hit a couple underneath passes. So now they're going for two. He throws. Boy, he took a shot right to the face.
0: Oh, and it is caught out, caught, of, bounds out of bounds after a deflection. Yep. Boy, he took out a shot bounds. right to the chops. He did. Uh, so it's going to stay 17-12. to Um, The Bears have two timeouts. There's just under four to go, so probably not quite necessary yet for an onside kick. You probably kick this one away, you think, right?
4: Uh, You would think it's going to be – man, that was a big hit. You would uh, definitely think they'd have to kick this one off, uh, you know, but we'll see because, you know, there's two rules, two ways to look. If you go for the onside kick, you may not necessarily give them the field goal, but if they got a first down, they'd have it. So, uh, you know – Hey, look, you're going to try to beat New Orleans in New Orleans, is the hottest team in football. You know, Either way, if, if you uh, kick the onside kick, I'd be all for it.
0: All right, a couple other things to uh, pass along. The Bengals were going on that drive to try uh, to, uh, to take the lead on the Colts. It stopped short. The Colts sack Andy Dalton, get the ball back. Still plenty of time to go, uh, but the Colts right now, uh, in well, and Jacoby Brissett just threw a pick six as we're speaking <laughs> to a D lineman who got just, his hands up. He just gathers. Yeah, yeah, the, D lineman gets his hands up and I know, a pick that
4: might be Johnson.
0: Wow, that was only a couple of yards away from Brissett. What a catch! And the Bengals suddenly, that quickly, boom, are tied, <laughs> and an extra point can give them the lead with six fifty-eight I, I, to go. I
4: told you that the Colts had plenty <laughs> of time to lose it. Well, there it is. There's right this there play again, Coach. It's got to be Mike Johnson. Tell it's me what tall you see as here. he is, yeah. Uh, he just rushes, puts his hands up, and catches it. Like oh, he knocked it straight up in the it's air. It's unbelievable that uh, every week you're seeing the same thing, and it is Johnson. He's six nine, so uh, and he throws it about a six two. So he got <laughs> he, he blocks it, catches it, goes in the end zone, and that's just a typical way of the Colts uh, how their season's going right there.
0: All right, so here's the extra point that would give the Bengals the one point lead uh, with just under seven to go and the extra point is good. So the Bengals are indeed in front wow. 24 to 23. <laughs> been a uh, crazy game. That has been a heck of a football game, no doubt. All right, the Bears do kick it away to the Saints. Uh so the Saints are going to take over at their own 19. This is an uncomfortable situation. Drew Brees simply probably needs one first down, maybe two. Um, and uh, and this ball game is a wrap. But the Bears' defense...
4: Bears does have, the Bears do have two timeouts, so it yes. made sense to kick it off.
0: All right, so uh, we'll keep an eye on that one, and let's go back to Foxborough and talk about that for a second. They're at the two-minute warning, second and ten for the Patriots at the Charger 14-yard line. A touchdown effectively ends the game. A field goal will put the Chargers in a tough spot, but still with life, only down by eight. But we just watched Chris Hogan leave the field Uh, We told you he has not been able to lift his arm or shoulder since he went out with that hit a few minutes ago. What would this do to the Patriots receiving core? I mean, I think the most famous thing about Tom Brady is he seems to be able to do what he does no matter who his receiving core is. But to lose Julian Edelman and now potentially lose Chris Hogan as well, um, I mean, there's still good receivers there, Gronk and Cooks and Amendola, but at a certain point you're getting real thin. What do you do?
4: Well, I mean, I think they're gonna to look to the wire and they probably have a guy on their practice squad that they like who's gotta play a similar role, but uh uh, you know, because Amadola always gets the concussions and things, they have to have an answer. Uh but that's a devastating blow. They get so many injuries that play those those uh slot positions, yep. you know, which are huge for Brady. Uh but they'll find a way. They could always move White maybe out uh from the backfield out as a receiver, kinda of like the Bears are doing with Cohen. And uh, maybe maybe try there.
0: No, uh, the New Orleans Saints are not trying to just get a couple first downs. They, they huck the ball way the Ted, Ted Ginn is there to make the catch. And the Saints are all the way at the other end of the field. And they're probably going to win this football game. All right. Huge play. New England, third and eight from the Chargers' 12-yard line. Minute 55 to go. Football. Chargers, no timeout. So, yeah, you think he keeps it on the ground? Oh, yeah.
4: Either that or run a boot and then take the sack if it's covered. He oh, does just keep running. it on the
0: ground. Lee's going to get about four yards. That'll bring up fourth down. So the field goal try is going to come. Uh, they're going to run about 40 seconds off the clock first. So in theory, if the field goal goes through, the Chargers will get the ball back with just over a minute to go. With one timeout. With no timeouts. All they zero. just had to use their last uh, one sure on did. defense. No timeouts, just over a minute to go, and they'll need a touchdown and the two-pointer. Boy, that's
4: uh, it's hard to do. When you don't have any timeouts, that's hard. If you do have one, at least you can try to hit a deep end cut and those type of things. So uh, uh, it'll be it'll be a heck of a drive. They got to get a couple chunk plays just to have a chance to win the game.
0: All right. By the way, let's also pass along that long catch by Ted Ginn has been called back because of a penalty. Oh, so boy. the uh, the Bears every time we're declaring them dead over and over and over again, uh, but they uh, they keep finding ways to stay alive. And that penalty is going to keep them in this game again. The Saints leading seventeen to twelve. They now got a first and fifteen. Two minutes, eighteen seconds to go. Hold everything, coach. The field goal try by. Oh no, that was one of the replays. Was, yeah, I was, I was going to say. say holy already smoke. missed, two of them. Gostowski's missed <laughs> twice today. He's about to head out onto the field. I thought that that was the live if action. If he
4: misses this one, yeah. wow.
0: Yeah, those were both his misses were both from forty three. Uh, this one is much closer. This one from twenty six. Uh, The field goal for Gostowski is good. Good. Although not not great. (laughs) One right through the middle. Good. Not great. Yeah, but it was him. Still take it. (laughs) How about this, coach? The Bears have just gotten a turnover. They've just gotten a turnover on Drew Brees and the Saints. 2.12 to go. Mitch Trubisky, show us what you got now.
4: Ingram again. That's his second fumble of the day. That's huge.
0: All right. So Ingram has fumbled twice. Uh, that's because they he, won't be.
4: get, he won't get it back next week. Uh, Trust no, me, the, the, the other the, kid will be playing the Alvin whole time.
0: Kamara, she Kamara well, should be. I he mean, should Kamara. be. He's on your team, exactly. too. Exactly. Let's go. Here yep. we go.
4: All right. So, Oh, is that bad football?
0: Second fumble of the day. Bears have it. 2-12 to go, down by five. And Mitch Trubisky is going to get an opportunity uh, to uh, pull off an upset victory. Meantime, Colts have the ball back again. Now trailing by one in Cincinnati, 24-23. But plenty of time there, just under seven minutes to go. So another young quarterback that's going to get to try to do something on the road. This time, it's Jacoby Brissett. Uh, Coming up next, the Chargers are going to get the ball. They're down by eight in Foxborough. Let's see what Phillip Rivers can do. That's next.
3: Time is ticking in New England. Chargers with the football in New England Patriots territory, fourth down and two, 14 seconds to go. Patriots, Lou lead, 21-13. Meanwhile, Bill's putting it to the Raiders.
5: Car takes the snap, dumps it off over the middle again. This time the pass is broken up and it is intercepted. Matt Milano on the run at the 25-20, 10-yard 20, line, 5-yard line, touchdown! Touchdown, Buffalo! The pass was broken up. It popped into the air, right into the arms of the rookie. Matt
3: Milano scores the touchdown, and the Bills take the lead. And they are just clobbering the Raiders 34-14. Bengals lead the Colts 24-23. Saints 17, Bears 12, under two minutes of play in the fourth quarter. I'm David Gascon. We are
0: Musports! Interception, New England Patriots final play of the game. They defeat, what'd you call them, the San Diego Chargers?
4: <laughs> no, that's 20, the LA Chargers.
0: <laughs> 21 <laughs> to 13. I got to give it to Phillip Rivers. He brought the team all the way down to have one play from the uh, about the 25-yard line, and uh, it gets <laughs> intercepted, and Phillip throws a helmet, and he throws a <clears> mouthpiece, <throat> and he does Phillip Rivers things as the Patriots win 21-13, to 13. notable on that drive, might have been a different story if Terrell Williams coming over the middle uh, hadn't dropped a wide-open feathery pass right into his hands, his second damaging lo- a drop of the day. Yeah.
4: Terrell, why not Mike Williams? Great question. I mean, I, I don't understand. He drops a one right off his face earlier, which would have been a huge play for him, and now you miss the uh, crossing route. I mean, come on, catch the football, you're wide open. Uh, last time, boy, you wish they had a, a, a goalpost jump ball play, at least get it into the end zone. Right, that's about five yards short, and it gets picked off. It wasn't very good.
0: Patriots for all of their struggles and everything everyone said about them coming out, have just completed their first half of games at six and two.
4: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but hey, they've lost some players, but it is yep. crazy. You know, six and two. Shoot, the Bills are five and two. They're right behind them. Uh, you know, so but nobody else in that league's doing any good except, uh, you know, shoot, that team's been given Atlanta, that division's given Atlanta all they want, but uh, it's you know it's crazy they just keep winning and keep doing their things, and again, what they hold them to twelve point thirteen points. Yep, I mean they're they're not scoring their their defense as bad as it is
0: isn't allowing any points. Uh, Live Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes. Could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Geico.com for a free rate quote. The Jets are in a desperation mode right now. Down by five, they've got the ball, but they're in their own territory. Looks like the Falcons are likely to hang on there. We'll bring you the final few plays on that one. Meantime, Saints continue to lead the Bears 17-12. to However, they've just fallen a little bit short there on a third down play. They're going to kick it back to the Bears. Mitch Trubisky will have one more shot, but he's going to have a long way to go and less than two minutes to do it. And uh, also of note in that game, uh, it looks like uh, Mark Ingram has found his way to the doghouse. Oh, yeah. He has fumbled twice. Actually, the Saints are in field goal range for this fourth down play. Uh, will Lutz will send one up that is... Good. It's Good a over. long one. Well, it's still an 8-point well, game. game. Still yep. an 8-point game. 20 to 12, minute and a half to go. Mitch Trubisky'll get the ball back and still have a little bit of a heartbeat. Uh but the Saints do get three. I'm interested in your knowledge though of what's probably happening on that sideline with Sean Payton who was just given a mouthful and an earful to Mark Ingram a few minutes well, ago. Well, I
4: saw Ingram crying. I, I you know, uh look, it, you know, at the end of the game, as a runner, you cannot fumble the football. I mean, that, that's, that's you know, basic 101 football, how to win a game. But, you know, so you just run it, and when you get in the pile, you go down. Well, Ingram got stripped. and he's done this before in a playoff game when we were beating Seattle, uh, and it coughed up the ball and, and ended up losing the game for us. So he's been down that road before. He's been in that doghouse before. But believe me, it's going to be a long way out. Uh, he's been playing really well. That Camaro's going to be in there. You know, it's going to be a long way out if he ever gets out of there.
0: That's interesting. So, I mean, if you're you're talking about the next few weeks, I think yeah. there are probably a lot of fantasy owners that are interested to know what that means. Like, what's going to be hard happens? for him to
4: play again? Because, look, you know, you can't fumble the football. It's it's a, a pet peeve of every coach, but in particular, Sean just absolutely goes crazy, as you already saw him do. Uh, you know, he went crazy because yep. uh, that's who he is, yep. <laughs> but he gets going to call a run. And if you fumble the ball, you're not going to get it again for a long time. And, and, uh, in Ingram bristled up to him, you see Sean yelling at him. Then he walks away and then Ingram walks away, you know, but he had his feelings hurt, but Trust me, they're going to need to win. Winning cures everything, but he won't forget that. Yeah, Sean so won. that
0: that's two fumbles in the game, also. So keep that in mind. It's not just that he fumbled late in the game; it's his second fumble lost in the game. Uh, there is a long kickoff return now for Tariq Khan. Sean's going to and rip a flag the
4: special team coach.
0: Yeah, and a flag on the uh, on the tackle of Tariq Khan. There you go. So now the Bears are going to get really yeah. good field position <laughs> all the way across midfield. Uh, for uh, for them to start this drive, and they're only down by 8, minute 28. Typical fashion, a yeah. penalty
4: on the offense.
0: Well, no timeouts. However, the clock really is not going to be a factor if you start at midfield, correct? A minute 28 yeah. to go.
4: Well, you don't, but you still hate to have a delay a game or, or a false start on the offense on first down. Right. Like, you got to be kidding me. It, you're, you're starting a two-minute drive, you're in great field position, and you get a false start. I mean, are you kidding me? Well, that's that's
0: what you get with a rookie quarterback, isn't it?
4: Yeah, you do. But uh, it's, man, these things. You just At the end of games, you can't blow them like this.
0: All right, so at the Saints' 48-yard line, Trubisky on first down will throw it out into the flat, um, and uh, that'll be a gain of nothing. But the clock stops at a minute 22, second and 15, coming up. Let's also not uh, lose eyes on Colts and Bengals. As soon as the Bengals took the lead, it sort of felt like, okay, they are going to win this game. Well, they still only lead by one. They're at the two-minute warning, and the Colts have taken the ball into Bengals territory. They're only another 10, 15 yards away from a chance for Adam Vinatieri to come win the football game.
4: Yeah, and he's a pretty decent kicker.
0: That's okay, doesn't he?
4: (laughs) I have two Super Bowl rings because of him, so (laughs) I have a feeling he'll make it if he gets a chance.
0: All right, second and 15 uh, play for Trubisky and the Bears. A throw in the middle is going to be intercepted. Intercepted. Boy, is that a bad overthrow. Fall down, fall down, fall down. This will be the next guy to fumble. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, my goodness. He gets tackled. He hangs on to the ball. And the Saints well, That are was gonna,
4: an awfully, that was an ugly throw. Wasn't yeah, it? it was wide he, open receiver, and he overthrows. Yeah, he had just two wide open throw. receivers. Terrible he threw it throw. over
0: both of their heads. Man, so the Saints are going to survive. They're going to win twenty to twelve is the score against the Bears in this one that will end up being the final. And the Saints are going to continue to control the NFC South as we come up here on the halfway mark. The Saints will move to five and two. Uh, meantime though, the Panthers have already gotten a win today over the Bucks and the Falcons, uh, it looks like have survived against the New York Jets. So with that, the division, even though the Saints control at five and two, it stays close. We keep talking about how disappointing the Panthers have been. Uh, but they are five and three, coach. Like they're yeah. they're they're still right but, there. Yeah,
4: a bad five and three team, but it doesn't matter. By the end of the year, if they start playing good, that's when it'll really matter. But uh Really crazy that the Saints intercept the ball and the kid doesn't take a knee. The game's over, and he's running, and that could be—I mean, that could be another huge mistake for him. You've already got the coach ripping the special team coach, then you got him ripping the uh, the running back, and he could have been ripping this kid. So get down, win the game, and be happy with the win. As far as the late go, celebrate games, out there in, yeah. in uh, New Orleans.
0: As far as the late games are concerned, the Texans and Seahawks are underway in Seattle. Uh, the Texans are there, they're playing, the decals are on the sides of their helmets. However, uh, in mass, I would say the majority of the Texans players uh, were kneeling during the National Anthem, and their reason for choosing that protest based on uh, what we're seeing is that they knew that that would really upset their owner, Bob McNair, uh, more than anything at this point, point. and obviously this is in response to so the comments that came to light a couple of days ago, McNair saying that you can't let the inmates run the prison. But the bigger thing that's going to be a little bit you know, more understated is that according to our own Jay Glazer, uh, Bob McNair, because of all this, met directly face-to-face with his players yesterday to talk this out. And what happened? It made it worse. So there is a lot of unrest with the Houston Texans team Uh, and a lot of the NFL players around the league because of these comments, the reaction to it, uh, and you have to wonder how this is going to continue to play out and how it's going to affect the Texans. However, I can tell you this, it didn't stop Deshaun Watson from just nailing Will Fuller for about a 65-yard touchdown strike, a perfect throw. Texans are on the board in Seattle.
4: Man, that's outstanding, and and that kid's on my fantasy team on the bench. (laughs) So you, got you got a, a great group Fuller. on the bench today. Gotta huh? to love that kid. All he does is <laughs> score touchdowns. Yeah. But how about that? That's impressive. You going against the Seattle defense, and this kid doesn't care. He yep. just launches a shot, blows right by uh, the Thomas because he's always way too short as a free safety. He always plays too tight. Just counts on those corners, and and uh, the young rookie just
0: exposed him. Yep. So the uh, Texans. Uh, with the extra point on the way here, it is good. They lead at Seattle uh, seven to nothing. Uh, meantime, let's also get back to Cincinnati, where Jacoby Brissett and the Colts right now trail by one with a minute 22 to go, and they have reached fourth down. They've got no timeouts left to go, so this is it. If the Bengals can stop them on fourth and four, they're going to win the game. It's from the Bengal 49-yard line. They also only need, though, about 10, 15 yards for a field goal try. So here is Brissett with the play of the game down 24-23. Out of the shotgun, he drops back looking right. He's hit as he throws. It'll drop in complete. The Bengals are going to survive that game.
4: And I don't know if Brissett is. He took a big shot there. So, uh, you know, typical fashion there. The Colts played about as good as they could play and got beat. uh, You know, by the Bengals, who have not played well, uh, they still get the win at home. That was huge for the interception.
0: uh, Led them to that win. There it is, 24-23. The Bengals will run the clock out after that incompletion. All right, we start moving into the afternoon session here for Week 8. Coming up next with Rob Ryan, Mark Willard, Red Zone Radio. All right, it's Red Zone Radio with Rob Ryan, Mark Willard. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? Probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. All the early games are a wrap. As for the late games, the majority of them are getting started a little bit later. We've only got four games left on... The Week 8 schedule, we await the Cowboys and Redskins on Fox. That's getting started in five minutes. The Steelers will be at the Lions tonight. The Broncos at the Chiefs tomorrow night. Only one game in action right now, and it's the Texans at Seattle. And Deshaun Watson has got this Texans team coming out looking absolutely beautiful. I mean, not only does he nail Will Fuller on the long touchdown on the opening drive, they've got the ball back. They've moved into Seattle territory Again, a 3rd and 10 coming up but they're already in a, uh, at least in range for a long field goal try. This I got to say is a little bit surprising coach to see any rookie quarterback go into that environment in Seattle and look this good on his first two drives.
4: Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, you know, nothing nothing gets to this kid though. I mean, he's a special guy and and uh it's just amazing the teams that passed him over. I mean, good God, what are they looking at? His national championship tapes. He looked pretty good in those games too, so <laughs> I don't know. maybe I just don't get it. But how about throwing a touchdown pass over Thomas's head? Uh, that's impressive. Oh, oh, he got a pick here, there though. There you go. There's
0: Thomas there right there go. picking him back off and, and it, answer
4: it for a touchdown. And it's
0: going to be a pick six yeah. for the Seahawks. He
4: always plays in that short robber instead of the deep post. He gets exposed, but that's why he plays in that short robber. He's always in the middle of the field making plays.
0: Well, and that just got the 12th man going. Now you've got oh, the guy going to be going crazy. People are hugging, they're falling, the place is bouncing. It's seven to six with an extra point on the way. Pete Carroll is halfway out onto the field. You know how that all looks oh, there yeah. in Seattle.
4: So, oh, and it gets so loud you can't hear yourself think. I yep. mean, nothing, nothing louder than that.
0: By the way, how does that? I mean, you know, you're on a defensive guy. You tend to, you tend to love that. Well, what is that like uh, right now for Deshaun Watson? What's he facing? coming off this kind of a throw that result and what that's going to do to the stadium
4: oh my god it, it you, he's he's never seen anything like it I know he's played college all over the place and all that but there's only one Seattle and it gets so loud you can't hear it's it's almost comical as a defensive coach on the road you almost sit there and laugh going oh my god it's so loud but uh you know you have to go on a silent count you have to you do all these things but uh, it, it's 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 crazy just how loud it is. It really is. You can't hear yourself think.
0: The extra point is good, so it's a seven-seven tie now. Uh, but Sean's got to make
4: that tackle. Yeah, that, I mean, you know yeah, he does where, it all. He's got to make the tackle. Where, where,
0: where was he? I never did. He, he get missed blocked? the tackle.
4: No, he missed the tackle. He, he ran in the there. And missed the tackle.
0: All right, so it's seven-seven now between Houston and Seattle, and again, uh, we just kept things rolling there. Uh, as soon as we started saying, "Boy, Watson looks really composed." <laughs> oh
4: yeah, we get him. Yeah, the we, kiss
0: of death. We got him, and uh, and he throws a uh, a pick six. So seven seven with regard to uh, Seattle this and is Houston. A great
4: play by Thomas. A step in front of that receiver, though it really was. I, I mean, you don't expect the safety to be that low to begin with, and then he undercuts the route and, and makes the play. That's yeah, what he's done. His he a great career.
0: speed too. Uh, as far as uh, returning that all the way. Uh, for a touchdown. So, you know, it's interesting. I think they've got a reputation there. The defense, uh, the 12th man, the noise, and they just made a great play. That said, is the Seattle defense, like what what percentage of it is it now compared to what it was three or four years ago?
4: I think, I mean, shoot, I I think they're still a great defense. I think the guy that really makes them go is Chancellor because he's the biggest and the baddest player on the team. So. Uh, you know they they drop him in the box like a linebacker, but he's playing high from a safety. So if you run the ball, he'll be there where you don't expect him. And then when you pass it, they're almost in a split safety defense, working with that sh- that uh, shallow robber, which is Earl Thomas. Uh, you know making plays, and and uh, it's amazing how how long and, and successful that defense has been. Uh, There's so many people that copy it. All these teams copy it. The Chargers, the L.A. Chargers copy it. (laughs) The uh, Falcons copy it. Uh, You know, so many teams, you know, that copy it, but there's only one Seattle that masters it. And, uh, shoot, they still look fantastic to me.
0: All right, so uh, you mentioned that Chargers team. They did uh, lose in New England today, 21-13. to So now both the Chargers and the Raiders, who really got busted in the mouth in Buffalo today, lost by 20. 34-14, 34-14, Chargers and Raiders in the West both fall to 3-5, and five, uh, and what an opportunity that's presented now tomorrow night for the Kansas City Chiefs at home, having lost two in a row, to really kind of get themselves back on track if they can beat an injury-depleted Denver Broncos team. That knocks the Broncos back to 3-4 and four and would send the Chiefs to 6-2, and two. Uh, and they really would have, uh, again, opened up some space between them and the rest of the division.
4: Could you imagine if Denver wins the game, then everybody's that? In, in, the, uh, in the hunt, Every, which is crazy.
0: Uh, completely, which is what you we kind of expected out of the AFC West, but uh, it wasn't really shaping up that way, and quite frankly, I'll be honest, uh, you know, if the Chiefs do win that game tomorrow night, I would have to say that you, you, we'd have to be a little disappointed in the AFC West in that three of those four teams would have a losing record
4: yeah I mean it's surprising, but this whole season has been like that. It's been uh uh up and down all over the league, and there's no real dominant team uh if you picked one it'd be Kansas City and now they go lose two games in a row yep and look there's tougher you know that that playing Denver's not easy. I mean they've got the number one uh defense in football, so that's not easy playing where even if you're playing at home, that's not easy to play against denver but uh their offense has been bad. they've had injuries the quarterback play has been terrible. But, uh, you know, that's still going to be an awfully hard game for him.
0: Yeah, we'll check that one out. But the other thought that kind of goes into your mind is you look at some of these teams that are middling around 500 or a little bit below. Uh, if, if the Chiefs do win tomorrow night, create that space. What about wild card possibilities? You look at some of the other divisions out there, uh, and because maybe they don't have any dominant teams in them, I'm thinking about the AFC South and whatnot, the Titans, the Jags, the Texans, they're all sitting at five hundred or a little bit better, right? Um, and and maybe the weakness of that division will actually help some of those teams stay in the wild card hunt,
4: right? Definitely. And you got to add Buffalo to that mix no too. Doubt. They're, they're five and two, five and they and play two. the Jets on Thursday, so they could easily be six and two. So uh, you know they would look like a playoff team, which they haven't been in the playoffs in seventeen years. So uh, yeah, it's a lot of craziness, but it'll all sort its way out. You know, it always changes when the snow starts flying, the, the games start counting, and, and it'll, it's going to come down to the wire, but uh, I think that's going to be a terrific game uh, tomorrow night.
0: Meantime, in Washington, just about to kick the ball into the air between the Cowboys and the Redskins, and the fact that the Eagles have put the finishing touches on the 49ers, 33-10 to 10 is the final score there today, makes this game all the more bigger. It's already a big one. But the, the Eagles are now sitting at seven and one, and these Cowboys and Redskins both come into this game at three and three. The loser of this football game falls what? Almost a full four games behind right.
4: the Eagles. Yeah, you'd be done pretty much. So uh, you know, it's a must win. And I know it's it's early in the season, but it actually is. If you if you plan on winning the division, it's a must win. Other than that, you're playing for second trying to get in the playoffs, but uh this is definitely a must win for somebody that's gonna uh, catapult somebody's season going forward, and it's going to crush somebody uh, if they lose the game.
0: And we'll add the Detroit Lions to that conversation as well with their game coming up tonight. They host the Pittsburgh Steelers at 3-3. Three and three. Now that the Vikings are 6-2, Packers ahead of the Lions as well in the NFC North with a bye this week. At 4-3, and but we know uh, maybe we're not too bullish on the Packers' second half of the season, being that Aaron Rodgers won't be there to play. So what opportunities do you see for the Lions, and what kind of importance or chance do you give them in this game tonight? Well, early in
4: the season, the Lions were playing as good as anybody. It's just been the last two weeks they have stunk up the place on defense and uh and they're actually struggling on offense they're only aver- they're averaging less than three hundred yards a game and in today's football that's unheard of so so they're struggling offensively it's it's obviously the offensive line play has been been poor form, so that's that's tough, but their defense is not playing well so look it's it's another game that the lions have to reestablish themselves as a good football team. And and to beat a good uh, Pittsburgh Steeler uh, team, that's not going to be easy at all.
0: Opening play from scrimmage for the Dallas Cowboys, Ezekiel Elliott fumbles, and the Redskins recover. And wow. taking a look at the slow mo replay, indeed, it was a fumble ball out before the knees hit. So the Redskins right away. Uh, what'd you see on this play, Coach? They're going to get the ball in really good position. Oh, there's
4: no doubt, and and this will be one of those things that are reviewed to see if his knee was down the whole thing, but. Uh, man that, that you can't start a game worse except unle- unless you fumble the opening kickoff uh you know in a hostile environment you have to make sure you you take care of the football uh especially on the first drive because you want to get a crowd into the game go ahead and turn that ball over on the first drive and you got you got to deal with the crowd the rest of the day
0: yeah call on the field stand so here comes Kirk Cousins and company back out onto the field they're going to start at the Cowboys 29 for their first drive of the game and I'm really interested to see what this offense for the Redskins can do today. You know, we talked earlier uh, with, with uh, uh, Tom Brenneman, uh, who's calling this game, with regard to this receiving court. Terrell Pryor getting benched last week. Not benched, but taken out of the starting lineup. Cousins was kind of handed a bunch of new receivers this year. And uh, while they're doing okay, it just doesn't look like they've gelled as quickly as you might have hoped.
4: No, that's, that's exactly right. And, and, look, the line always gives them a chance – to look good and, and have Cousins hold the ball well. You see the first play of the game, Moses, who's injured, is playing, gets beat on an inside move by Lawrence, gets the quarterback hit, and it you know, it doesn't matter who they got lined up out there at receiver, he has to have time to throw. And and uh, they've been, you know, pretty effective throwing to those Doxton's and, and guys like that and Grant, but uh, you know, they're gonna have to step it up, they're gonna have to do a better job protecting Cousins to give them a chance to be successful. And uh, you know it's just disappointing with the way uh, prior with all the all the hoopla around prior going into it, you think he would have been a star by now.
0: All right, so it's immediately third down and about five or six yards for the Redskins. Jamison Crowder with a short catch moments ago, uh, but they are going to have to uh, convert on a third down here, or else it will be a field goal try for Kirk Cousins. So this comes from the Dallas twenty-five yard line, third down and six. They need the nineteen. Cousins out of the shotgun looking over the middle of the field throws complete short two yards shy of the first down so it's going to be a field goal try for the Redskins Uh, we'll let you know the result of that one let's get Gascon in here get up to date on everything that is out and about here on week 8 and beyond.
3: Yeah guys the bigger story in that game too with Washington's offense they got three offensive linemen that are regular starters that are out of this ball game so curious how this game goes along and see if they can wear it down the Dallas Cowboys up front. Meanwhile, the other game that's going on right now in Seattle, Houston Texans and the Seattle Seahawks are tied at seven apiece. Will Fuller, another TD grab. Earl Thomas, though, had a pick six and Lamar Miller from just four yards out just scored. So it went from seven, seven, 13, seven. Now Houston penning a PAT earlier today. What a shocking win in Buffalo.
5: Offset eye formation to the left side, double tight ends, the snap. And Tyron hands it off to Shady, he's in the clear, he's going to score. 25-20, 10-5, 20, McCoy wasting time into the end zone, touchdown, touchdown Buffalo, touchdown LeSean McCoy.
3: Now, Mark and uh, Coach Ryan, I heard all morning long from your executive producer about how good the Raiders' run defense is, <laughs> was. Yeah. So. Shady, 27 carries for 151 yards and one TD. 34-14, Bills triumphant. They're 5-2 and two now in the yep. season. Yep. Uh, Bengals come from behind to shock the Colts, 24-23. to thir- uh, 23. Saints hold on to beat the Bears 20-12. Patriots 21, Chargers 13, Brady 333 yards passing, and one TD. That was to Gronk. Falcons come from behind. It was a tough game in the rain out in New York. 25-20 was the final in Philadelphia. It was just all over San Francisco. Wentz
6: takes the snap. He's back. He is floating it for Jeffrey, who has it, on his feet at the 10-5 touchdown. Sean
5: Jeffrey. He broke away from Liverpool.
3: Take your pick on the best team in the National Football League. Eagles seven and one now this year. They thumped the Forty Nine ers thirty three to ten. Carson Wentz two hundred eleven yards passing and two TDs. In Major League Baseball, Washington Nationals have announced that Dave Martinez is their new manager. Oakland A's Bruce Maxwell was arrested in Scottsdale after a female food delivery person had alleged that he pointed a gun at her. He's been uh, charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and also disorderly conduct. And one note in the NBA, 76ers Markel Fultz out indefinitely with a shoulder with uh. shoulder soreness. They called a scapular imbalance in his right shoulder, so he's going to seek treatment, and he, again, is out indefinitely. Wow, the number one overall pick in the draft. Not good. Alright,
0: great stuff, Dave. Appreciate that. The Redskins did put the field goal on the board after the Elliott fumble, so 3 nothing for Washington early. Cowboys uh, trying to put together their second effort right now. And as Dave told you, the Texans have just taken a 14-7 to lead on the Seattle Seahawks. Let's now welcome in Moose Johnston, who was on the call for the Panthers-Buccaneers game earlier today on Fox. Uh, Moose, great to have you. Really appreciate you. So, uh, we were talking a lot about this game, uh, th- this Buccaneers offense that continues to seemingly wake up in the fourth quarters of football games, but be sleepy early, it just kind of stayed sleepy the whole time today. What's going on with that group? They've got all the dynamic players, they just can't seem to get it going.
8: Yeah, well, I think you got to give a little bit of credit to the Carolina defense today. Um, you know, they did a really nice job with the pressure up front, uh, whether it was just bringing the four guys and in controlling the line of scrimmage and pushing the pocket or with uh, with new defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes, you know, maybe being a little bit more aggressive than Sean McDermott has in the past. Uh, you know, we saw, you know, the linebacker linebacker blitzes with Shaq Thompson and Thomas Davis and, and even some uh even some edge pressure uh, with the corners and the safety. So it's a different style, but I, I think they matched up well and obviously, you know, with Luke Keekly and Kurt Coleman back on the lineup, it's it's a different uh, it's a different defense. And uh they understood the the challenge in front of them but i thought they did a great job i think james Bradbury had a really nice day against mike evans trailing him around the field
4: yeah i mean you mentioned that moses rob ryan that uh that defense of carolina really is impressive you got to be impressed with uh how peppers has come out of nowhere and is having the year he's having uh he got a sack today and mario addison got another uh one and a half sacks i mean that's uh that's you know they've always been able to rush the passer there in carolina but adding peppers out of nowhere from, you know, from, uh, you know, from Chicago where he wasn't very effective to now, it just seems crazy that he's having such a great year.
8: Yeah. It's unbelievable to be able to, to put a guy like that to your changeup rusher coach, uh, is, is quite a luxury. And, uh, you know, one of the things that we talked about today, he's got seven and a half sacks and the, the entire Bucks team only has seven sacks. So <laughs> just, you know, the ability to just spot rush him, uh, with those other younger guys kind of wearing everybody out, uh, it, it's, it reminded me of the defense back in 2015. I, I, I just thought they looked they looked very similar to them, and it, it's amazing, you know, what a difference it makes to have Luke Kuechly there, uh, you know, Kirk Coleman there. So it was a challenge for Tampa Bay, and, and you know, it, it's a shame because their, their defense has been the weak link. The defense has really right. kind of cost them during the course of the season. Their defense played played the best game that they've played this season, and the offense uh, just couldn't get anything going.
0: Yeah. Moose, oh, go ahead. oh, no, I was going to say, Moose Johnson joining us right now, Fox Sports Radio, after the Panthers beat the Bucks 17-3. to Moose, the other side to it, uh, the Panthers get a win. They're 5-3. and three. Uh, That's a solid first half, but there's been so much just kind of, I don't know if I want to call it negative press, but, you know, all the talk about Cam Newton. And, and, and today, he's again their leading rusher. I, I, I just feel like that team's not going to get to where they want to go until something better comes out of their running game, what do you, what do you see there?
8: Well, I don't think you want to stray too far from that formula. Uh, you know, now it's up to Jonathan Stewart or, or Cameron Artis Payne or or Christian McCaffrey, uh, you know, as a running back by committee group to kind of pick up that uh, that slack for him. But uh, you know, Cam had one he had one long run today uh, near the end of the game uh, on his own read uh, that, that probably put him over the top. Other than that, I think Jonathan Stewart was probably your leading rusher the majority of the afternoon. So, uh, you know, I think this is probably, what, now the third week in a row that Cam's been the leading rusher. Now go back and tie that into when he started to feel better with his shoulder. You know, he he shared with us coming into the regular season that he was not close to 100% back yet. He didn't practice until Thursday. The first two weeks of the season didn't practice until Friday, uh, week three, getting ready for the Saints. So, his real first week of, of full practice going into a game was the Patriots game. And that was, you know, the big win that Carolina had. So, I think as he gets more and more healthy uh, here during the course of the season, you'll, you'll see him become more and more a part of this rushing offense. But I do agree with you that, that somebody else has to complement that. You can't have your quarterback being the leading rusher, uh, you know, if you're going to get to the place you want to be. So, uh, they've got to figure out. Uh, you know, that element of it. But I think they're, you know, they're just going through some growing pains right now. They'll, they'll get it done. They'll get it figured out.
4: Yeah. The crazy thing is just a couple of years ago, this is the number one rush offense in the national football league for two years in a row. You know, they were running all those zone reads and all the, um, the option plays and the, and the quarterback keepers and, and, uh, but they also had two good tailbacks going back, back and forth pounding people. But, uh, uh, they definitely got to get that running game fixed and and uh, you know I don't mind it as, if, if cam's healthy he's a he's a major weapon to run the football and uh but be creative with those type of runs that Shula used to have going for him I, you know it's just strange that they don't you, you know you're not running that type of uh running game, which helps so much with the passing game off the play action uh exactly you know, you know so they they need to get back to where they
8: were, I believe. Yeah, and the other thing that's missing, Coach, too, is you know there, there was a few years back where they were the most explosive offense in the league too on the right. passing game. That's right. So it's kind of that it was that vertical passing game. It was the quarterback run that kind of froze all the defenses. You know, challenged your gap responsibilities. You know, challenged you know your assignment football skills, uh, and they haven't really kind of gotten back into having all that work. Uh, you know, in lockstep with each other. So, it, and Coach Shula told us this. He goes, "There's times we go back and we look at that film." and it looks like us, and then we'll have two or three series where, you know, things just aren't working, so they've got some young guys, you know, they've got uh, Curtis Samuel on the outside, they've got Christian McCaffrey, you know, Ed Dixon's got a larger role, Khalil and Shepard are new guys, they got free agency, so, you know, five of your 11 guys that are out there in the offense are new, so without Greg Olson there to kind of be that steadying guy, I, I think they're just, you know, the communication's a little bit slower, so... They talked about scaling back a little bit, doing exactly what you said. Let's get back to some of those runs that, that were affected for us in the past. And uh, you know, whether it's Jonathan Stewart on some of the powers in the between the tackle stuff, and then we can get the bootlegs on the outside, and then we've got our quarterback powers and different things like that. So I, I think they're 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 moving in the right direction, and if they continue to have some success, I think you'll see some more of that.
0: Panthers beat the Bucks today, seventeen to three in a defensive struggle. Moose, thanks for jumping on. We really appreciate it.
8: You got it. My pleasure. Take care, Coach. All right, take care.
0: All right, there goes Moose Johnston on the call, 17-3. Panthers beat the Bucks. Ezekiel Elliott has just gone in for the Cowboys. They're ahead of the Redskins, 7-3. Seattle offense trying to do something right now, challenge on the field right now uh, after a, uh, a third down stop for the Texans. So we'll come back with that update with Houston leading the game 14-7. It's Red Zone Radio on Fox Sports Radio. All right, we're watching the Redskins and Cowboys. The Redskins are already down a few on the offensive line, and another one is down on the field right now. We're awaiting information, but it did come on a touchdown run for Rob Kelly. The Skins right back in front. Both offenses having an easy time going up and down the field here early. Skins lead the Cowboys 9-7, to 6.36 to go first quarter. Extra point on the way. Also, Sam Rosen now joins us live he was the man on the call for the Falcons and Jets, and the Falcons were able to survive and win this one by a score of 25-20. to 20. Sam, thanks so much for coming on. We appreciate it. So uh, the Jets don't get the win. They finished the first half of their season 3-5, and five, but we're still all surprised at how competitive of a football team this has been, and they really gave the Falcons everything they could ask for today. What do you see in this Jets team? What do they do well?
6: Well, I think uh, they compete. I think that's the biggest thing. They really compete. They play hard, uh, defensively, play hard. they they handled uh, adversity pretty well. but they are prone to mistakes, giving up some big plays, which were costly in the game today, the big pass, uh, the the long pass going down to to Julio Jones and another big play. To Mohamed Sanu, so they're guilty of that. Penalties have hurt them. I think they continued to hurt them in this game today. So the Jets are competitive. They're right there. We saw the last three weeks. They're ahead of the Patriots early by 14 points. They're ahead in the fourth quarter last week with Miami uh, up over 14 point uh, up 14 points in the fourth quarter. Let that get away. And today they led for a good, most of the game into the fourth quarter, and uh, and the Falcons took it away from them. So they compete well, um, but they're still prone to making some mistakes, and they're missing a little bit of talent. They don't have that deep threat on the outside to stretch the field. They can, they can play the short passing game. Uh, they can run the ball okay, though they didn't run great today, but they don't have that deep threat on the outside.
4: Right. I believe that. This is Rob Ryan Sam that uh the, the Anderson kid had a had a big game, those six catches, hundred and four yards. Um that has to be a positive for him, but but I'm with you. It's it's amazing how productive they've been on offense. You gotta take your hat off to uh to John Morton there, the offensive coordinator, who's been able to move the football on just about every team in the league without the great receiving core. I mean, or without a good receiving core. Uh it's really guy's done a great job out there on offense, hasn't he? Uh,
6: you're right on the money, Rob, and I think you saw they want to use uh, Safarian Jenkins, the big tight end. They used him a little bit. They threw the touchdown pass to Tomlinson, so they've got some uh, productivity from the tight ends. Uh, the receivers are possession receivers. Curse, you know, has been around the league, solid guy, but he's he's in that uh, 15-yard range, curly the same way. Now, Anderson has a little speed, but he's still not that deep threat. they made uh, good use of him. They want to use the backs out of the backfield uh, also. But you're right. John has done a good job. And the other factor is Josh McCown's had a good season. He didn't throw any interceptions today. Um, he's, uh, he's thrown 12 touchdown passes. His completion percentage is up around 70%. So all those factors... Have uh, made the offense do a good job, but they still need a little bit more. They have to remain mistake-free if they're going to win.
4: What's going on with their pass rush? They're just not getting many sacks anymore. They that used to be a strong, you know, that D line had all those players on it, and I know they've had a few injuries. They and they got they lost Richardson via trade, but they're just not getting sacks on the quarterback this year. Uh, I mean, it really at an alarming rate compared to you know, just how successful they've been in the past.
6: Yeah, you're right about that, Rob. They got their first sack by a D-lineman today when Wilkerson got it. I think two things to note. Wilkerson hasn't practiced in three weeks. He's nursing injuries, got uh, an ankle injury, he's got a shoulder injury. He doesn't practice, and he plays the game. If he's okay to go, they, they work him out Sunday morning, and if he's okay to go, he plays. That's what happened today. We were at practice during the week. He didn't practice at all uh, this week and hasn't practiced for three weeks. And I think similarly, Leonard Williams has banged up a little bit, too, and he's been nursing an injury. So the front hasn't really produced uh, any sacks. But uh, on the other part of it, and what Todd Bowles likes to point out, he feels they get pretty good pressure on the quarterbacks. They've had some hits on the quarterbacks, and they feel that, that's been good enough uh, to this point where the, you know they, they want to get some pressure and force the quarterback out of the pocket, and they've been able to do that to a reasonably good degree.
0: Sam Rosen on the call for Falcons and Jets. Good stuff, Sam. Falcons win this one 25-20. They're 4-3 and three and still in the thick of it. Sam, thanks so much.
6: My pleasure. Thanks for having me on, guys.
0: All right. All right. Take care. Yeah, there goes Sam Rosen. The Falcons, not as dynamic as they were last year. That's certainly the case. They don't look, uh, they're not passing the eye test the same way they were last year. But as we just said, four and three, the opportunity is still going to be there for them here in the second half of the year.
4: Yeah, you just got to hope that they can start a little faster on offense. You know, uh, Julio Jones actually caught a few passes today, so that's a good sign. You're right. But, uh, you know, and they rushed for 140 yards, so that that's good, but Uh, You know, something's been missing, but hopefully they can find it because uh, uh, I think them in New Orleans and and Carolina, uh, however it comes out in the wash, is going to be a three-man race in that that division.
0: All right, some breaking news to pass along, uh, and that is about Bears tight end Zach Miller, um, who had that almost touchdown catch and left with what looked like a very serious knee injury. Uh, We don't have all the details, but we do have some of the details we can confirm at minimum. It is a dislocated knee uh, for Zach uh, Zach Miller, the tight end for the Bears. So obviously, this is a season ender, um, and and it you know the stage of his career where he is. Depending on what other news come out, there are some who are wondering if we're ever going to see him on a football field again.
4: Right, he's played an awfully long time. Shoot, he played uh, in Oakland when I was there. He's was he was our entire offense. So <laughs> when he was young, he sure was a talented guy. But you know, it's a shame he made a. a, a the young quarterback, Trubisky, actually made a nice throw to him in the corner of the end zone, and if he had been able to hold on to that, that would have been something. But that's a shame to see a veteran player like this have to go through a, a long rehab and, and all that. It's tough.
0: Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. has been a blast today throughout week eight, and it will continue uh, with eyes on the Cowboys and Redskins. Redskins now leading this one 10-7. Cowboys have the ball and a third down uh, coming up. Third and long, just short of midfield. And the Seahawks have weathered a storm a little bit. Deshaun Watson with two nice drives, one really long pass to Will Fuller out of the gate. But the Seahawks have gotten the defensive score. They've gotten a Russell Wilson touchdown pass of their own, and that game is tied at 14 right now, Coach.
4: Yeah, no, it's uh, really there's a lot of offense going on here. Uh, uh, but, you know, Russell Wilson's going to bring these guys back like he always does. He's running for his life there. But uh, it's amazing the talent he has to find, you know, open receivers when he's on the run. But, uh, yeah, they did weather a storm, and and Earl Thomas with the big play, you know, to even it up.
0: Coach, great stuff again, as always, here on Week 8. Appreciate it. We'll do it again next weekend on Fox Sports Radio.